Just like she poster. And she right on my hip, yeah, just like a hoster. And you know we dip on my spread like a poster. Usually I turn off the song, but now they should go stupid. Alright, I can't play the whole song, but shout out to Freddie Moe for letting me play that at all. What? Uh, Chief Monosa on all your DSPs. His EP Nostalgic just came out. I fucking love this song. It's not my favorite song, but I like this song. He wrote this with his girlfriend. Awesome. I know, Shout right? Out. Awesome. Shout out Freddie Moe, man. Welcome back to A Lot About Nothing, where we talk about everything, but in the end, it means nothing. Like always. I'm your host, Akula. To my left, we got Mr. The Third. Greetings, y'all. It's always a pleasure. To my right, we got V Money Victor. Hey. Also, there. to my right, we have a very special guest, straight from the island of the Maldives. Um, <laughs> <laughs> special oh. delivered. <laughs> Specifically for today's podcast, we have Nigali, everybody. Hey. Oh, psych. Yo. <laughs> wow, he remembered. Yeah. She gets applause. Thank you. Yes. Straight from the Maldives. Mm-hmm. Nicole. And joining us from the depths of Zoom, we have, <laughs> we have Nashad, who just got roped into this 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> what up, what up? How are you guys? Living, Nashad, living. What's up? Do you want to introduce your friend, Trey? Uh, bringing strangers onto the podcast. Oh, so, I mean, I, well, we have, oh, sorry. Yes, no, that's facts. Thank you for catching up on it. There are three new pe- There are three people here, two of which have been here before. So y'all, y'all have seen Nicole before. Um, was it first season or second season? I think first, first, first season, I believe. And then Nashad, I think you've seen him last episode, last episode. Last episode. Yes. That yeah. guy. And then also now there is Ian, a new friend in the mix. Friend of the show. Friend of hey, the show. What's going on? Well. Everybody. Hey, Ian, thanks for joining us, man. I'm so excited. I'm sorry, Trey, brought you here. You're going to have a terrible time. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, we're all going to learn something. It's going to be good. Exactly. It's going to be wholesome. Oh, yeah, learn. All right, can oh. we stop? I don't want to learn. <laughs> it's going to be wholesome, y'all. <laughs> I uh, tried to school. I, I have an itinerary for, for today. Yeah. Will have, I'm kidding. It's going to be great, y'all. We're going we're gonna to talk about some things and, and have a very general very general theme. Speaking of school, how's school, Nikki Lee? Oh, well, you know, we started back in person this week, so that's been uh, incredibly stressful. Thanks. You know, school in the time of Corona is never, uh, never easy. We've been at school a grand total of three days. We've already got a confirmed case on campus. So. <laughs> Bada bing, you know. Saw that coming. Hashtag first winning. Or USA <laughs> number one. Yeah, you know. Uh, we're we're so great. It's going. We should have did it like China, where they had every kid come through a line, get like sprayed down. They went through like this... Steamer thing, whole steam decontamination. Decontaminate yeah. everything. Wash your hands. Dude, put that, on the mask the, the, and then go in. It the wasn't work. even a kid. That's the sad part. It was an adult. Oof. Mm. Irresponsible. Mm. Yeah. You guys know anyone that uh, have it? 
No. I knew a few Presently, people. Presently, uh, not right now, but I, I have uh, known several people that had it, yes. Yeah. I had a cousin man. My, uh, my, my neighbors, my Cuban neighbors, <clears throat> I'm very close with. They're actually the only neighbors I'm close with. Um, the wife's brother passed away from it. Uh, so he, had, he was dealing with, um, I think he was a stroke victim previously mm. and for like years he was dealing with it mm-hmm. um like all the you know implications and, and things like that and then uh something happened like he got you know a little bit worse one day he got checked into miami hospital and then he contracted covid and then died like in a week wow that's oh, so dang. sad that sucks, yeah. Dude. Yeah, yeah my neighbor Sorry actually died that, from it too yeah man wow yeah he was like 56 i've known him since all my life he used to babysit me back in the day mm. oh shit Sad times. Right. We did not want to start with sad times. These are happy times. We yes. are happy today. We're happy in things, guys. Well, my uh, brother got it when he was on his uh, medical uh, residency in Texas, and he beat it, and he's back to work. Wow. That's good. Nice, I man. totally did not know that See? he had got happy it. happy times. That calls for an applause. You guys in Zoom might not hear the applause, but it's applauding. It's an applause. Mm. It's applauding. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start using my soundboard more. I don't use I'm it. I'm telling you. We got to. Did We're... you ever get the air horn? Yes. Oh. No. What? Oh, that's the best. <laughs> I, the I keep forgetting because it's not a priority. Like we don't use the air horn that much. I mean, See, that's if why you I said had I knew the air horn, you would use it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. So I'll get I'll get the air horn. Air horn tonight. Okay. That's my. When you said scouts that, honor, scouts honor this time. Well, the scouts are going out of business. That's true. They are out of business. I can't even say that anymore. They're out of business. I'm getting Facebook ads for the. Boy Scout bankruptcy fund. Yes. Oh my God. And it said if you were sexually abused, you can file for like for money. How terrifying that the algorithm identifies that I fall into this demographic. (laughs) That's that's peculiar. That's a very good point. That's peculiar. I saw it on TV. (laughs) IQ. Yes, I have you with an IQ, my friends. And technically is a uh, part A, part B IQ. Okay. I like those. Did you guys drop topic? Oh, uh, so let me get on the topic. Well, we need the IQ first. We can't just drop the topic on. Oh, no, yeah, that's fair because the topic comes comes a little later. We have the whole talk. What's an IQ? Oh, my God, guys. So we're going to have an IQ. And the first thing that you want to know about an IQ is that it stands for interesting question. Mm. And so literally what occurs with the IQ is that, well, we ask a random question that no one was prepared for. And then we all give a top of the head answer. If that makes sense. Audience. Off the dome. Like a rapper. Indeed. Indeed. All right, so I, I got one for y'all today. I think it's a bit interesting. Hopefully, pre- preferably, okay. <clears throat> what is legal now, but you think might not be in twenty-five years? Hmm, that's a good question. What is perfectly legal now? Nothing's wrong with it. Everyone does it. It's actually probably popular, but twenty-five years from now, you are probably getting years in prison for it. Abortion? Uh, I don't know. Depends, right? It depends on depends uh, on the next thirty yeah. days. Because <laughs> we, lo- we yeah. lost Ruth, and that was a huge loss. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's a lot of morbidity for that. Yeah, uh, for sure. That's a massive loss. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You said abortion. Yeah, that was just the first thing that came to my mind. Very powerful yeah. and very relevant one. Yeah. I'll say something that no one's expecting: driving over the age of seventy-five. Oh, oh. That's oh, good. My That's, God. Good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah we need my that. There's an optimist. Yeah, it's very progressive idea. Or at least like a mm. yearly exam. I've always thought. Well, maybe I've always thought that. Something. And I think. Hold on. Hold on. This might be a little gem. I've always thought that anyone <laughs> over the age of like seventy-five or like eighty or something like that should have a designated driver, right? 
So I think you could ha- create a company Ooh. that services Ooh. Hold on. Ooh, that's uh, a whole those people that drive around. TM, yeah, TM, yeah, trademark, yeah, trademark, trademark. Yeah, trademark that to the show. TM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Copyright Circle C. Yo, big house. Um, but I think that could be a thing. Like that could be an opportunity to drive around with people over that age, especially those who can't drive. Well, but even those who can and maybe gets outlawed in 20 years, 25 years. And now you have to rely on this company. Even that might even be like would a it, government job. It, yeah, I was about to say, like, would it be government funded or would it be like a private exactly. business? Like, it's a very interesting oops. idea. I've I've got two things to say to that. One, what makes you think that our uh, Doex Machina with uh, robotic cars won't uh, drive that out of mm. business? Mm. That's true. Ooh. That's Ooh. true. Exactly. But I mean, if are, are humans <laughs> still driving though? If humans are still driving, robotic cars are more dangerous. What if in 25 That's years, true. humans driving all together is out loud? That's good. I'm not going to be in this country and, anymore. And the second one, <laughs> Nishad, the car what guy. if it's the whole world, Nishad? And the second one, if it was a successful business, what would you call it? Nah, I can't put that out. Can't put that out. No, no, I still trademark. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the government. But a little, little amount of people that listen to this, someone might pick it up and run with it. Yeah, yeah. If we couldn't drive anymore, I think Nishad and I would. I think crazy. a lot of people would leave. Bro, Sonal would be yeah. beside himself. A lot of Either that or recreate like an underground <laughs> underground racing car. Uh, you know, like a need for speed. <laughs> yeah, well, it won't be need for speed. It'll be a, a need for drive. Just need for need drive. For drive. Sure, basically. Basically. It was a spider. There was a spider on me? Oh, yeah, Jesus I just Christ. killed it though. Oh, okay. See, That's what that was. <laughs> I'm sorry. For, you guys Bro, can't outside. see, but I was just smacking Cress in the arm and he was looking <laughs> at me like I'm crazy. But there's no, this, no. I there's saw what this it was. tiny I just let you do your thing. I saw what it was. I'm like, all right, go ahead. Yeah, no, save. Yeah, I thought it was a bug, but it's a spider. That's a spider. even better. Yeah, yeah bro. Save. Green school teacher killing Charlotte's Web over here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I can't like get up for the podcast, go get a cup and like save the save spider. The spider. Like, Sorry, I had to make a decision. Sacrifices. <laughs> another what if one. is about to become Spider Crest? Like, you don't even know, bro. I could have been Crest Morales. Another loss. That's it. Victor, what about you, bro? What you thinking? Uh, I don't know. I had one on the top of my head. Oh. It was it was it was something clever, I promise you. And you forgot. But I I forgot. Welcome to my world, son. Forget for a world. Um, hmm. Ian Nashad, do you guys have anything? <laughs> yeah, I got one. Hit me. Uh, sadly, Obamacare. What? Obamacare? A universal health care? Yeah. Oh. Any prospect of that. But that won't even be 25 years. Wait, but like, like five but, years. Little, oh, no, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That'll be, yeah, ne- next term if, uh, you Straight know, wins. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if your man's goes in. <laughs> Realistically, I I think it's a five to ten year uh, time horizon before it's outright banned. Yeah, mm. Ooh, I got right. one. Uh, gender reveal parties. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, that might be this year, bro. Like, Damn, <laughs> literally yeah. before the end of the year. No more gender oh reveal parties. Pyro, pyro, well, pyrotechnics. That, shoot, that might be outlawed. Actually, I just I just yeah. want to know who hmm. in their right mind is like, ah, yes, in the middle of fire season, I'm going to go into this large dry field and, and explode something. I cannot oh. imagine what will go wrong. Maybe, maybe that, maybe that'll be like. I'm the, telling you, yeah, like the like uh, the access to certain public access to like fireworks mm-hmm. or something. like Interesting. that. Interesting, depending on how with all the rioting going on, like definitely, I could see a, a huge restriction on like the or sorry, um, I guess yeah, no restriction is the word I want to use. The restriction yeah. on what we're able to buy now and yeah. Anything that's explosive and, and no fireworks, and then there's going to be an underground up. for that. Yeah, you know, how many grams of gunpowder you got, bro? Fourth of July is going to be very interesting. Like, 
There's going to be the resistance letting off fireworks from Yo, I got networks. Come to my trunk. You open the trunk. Strapped. 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 Maybe you'd have to get like a fireworks license. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's true. Right? But have you ever burned any forests down? Or they just give parameters like you can't be near brush, you can't be near nature. Extreme, it's got to yeah. be like, like firework zones. Very controlled. Yeah, firework, firework zones. zones. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, we're giving out the gems, bro. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Change of society. No, I, I think fireworks should be banned permanently forever. It's it's terrible. I think it should nature. be handled by professionals. Regular people shouldn't have access to that, bro. I think no one should have access to it, bro. You know, they even, even, even professionally. They instituted a uh, residential fireworks ban in like 2002 in this area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now they uh, light it in like specific locations throughout the city. And Fire I think it's zones. much better. See? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fire much zones. Uh, yeah. It's just safe for the cleanups easier. There isn't debris over yeah. literally every single street and every yeah. single neighborhood in the area. When people, Yeah. I'm like thinking back now on like years and experiences that I've had with fireworks. And like there was definitely a time where I was at an event where we... I, I was not involved in the lighting of this firework. Let me just say now, but it, it, it may or may not have been a gigantic mortar that was shot directly at someone's house. Allegedly, jeez, yeah. And it was not intentional. And it was one of those multi-shot mortars. It wasn't like one of the ones that just. Oh, no. I mean, it was a big one. It went up, and you know, and the full big, explosion. But it was yeah. like they set it off, they lit it, but they set it down, and it and wasn't it balanced. And then the first one went off, and it. Tipped over, tipped over and then literally fired at this person's house. And yep. I was like, gee, like, Awkward. I can only imagine being inside of that house. It must have literally sound like you were being, being like, shot at almost, attacked. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised nothing like busted through the windows. It was like, I, I it was horrifying to I witness. I definitely had Oof. a shrapnel raining down before where uh, you shoot the fireworks. And now if you, you feel the, the remnants of the yeah, fireworks sitting on the debris, head and crap. Yeah. And uh, you're just existing, and people are setting off fireworks, and neighborhoods over, and you'll still feel crap hitting you down. Yeah, See, I've, I've done some stupid shit with fireworks. Yeah, it's <laughs> really bad for the environment too. I don't like fireworks at all. I don't like loud noises, like sudden loud noises, because I hate when they go up and you don't know when they're gonna pop. So it's the like wait, yeah. it just <laughs> yeah, and boom, the tens like, of thousands of animals that die all the fucking time because of fireworks, right? Yeah. See? Yeah. yeah, and the veterans that have like PTSD, like yeah. me. Oh, man. Likes and all. Damn. Oh, yeah. man, that's true. His knees buckle every time. Every time. It works. <laughs> he does the bojangles every time. <laughs> what was it? Fourth of July? Bro, I got a headache oh, from all sorry, the fireworks. Because I was outside barbecue and I couldn't do it anymore because they, they came at me suddenly. I feel you on that. And it just hurt me every time. I, I got to go inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? So maybe fireworks should be illegal. I don't like them. I feel you on that. See? That's possible. That's, very, that's a good, really good point. Like... As a more positive note, yeah, strip, it could be illegal over time. Yeah. Um, I mean, as we move into more yeah. digital, like virtual age, I think, like, you know, some of these things are going to be left to. It's hologram to be, you know, Yeah, there'll be exactly ways that's what I'm to saying. Yeah, like air projections. Why not? Actually, yeah. that's a good point. That I've seen, like, these drone light shows. Yeah. Yeah. Those are and they're, like, oh, those really are amazing. Yeah. And they're, you know, much better for the environment, don't involve loud noises or flashes, which upset, you know, people Actually, yeah, and yeah. animals and the environment. And it was just really yeah. dope. Like, <clears throat> mixer technology, like using the drones to make yeah. whole pictures in the sky and crap. Oh, Huge so pictures. Cool. And they can move, like, yeah. all in sync. It's it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's dope. That's hard. Think about it. It's just actual recreational explosives. Yes. Yeah, Some fireworks are pretty harmless. Like sparklers. Like, sparklers, those are pretty harmless. And, like, I mean, the little fountain sparkly ones. I put a sparkle down on my uh, plastic chair one time and it burned through the chair. Okay, well, yes, but why would you? That's like, that's like being like, I took a, a lit match and set it on something that could be set on fire and I was surprised when it did. 
But what I'm saying is, I was young and I had the sparkler, and I'm like, let me just set this down, and inadvertently set it down on a, a plastic chair, and it burned through the plastic. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot it's fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like an incense stick would do that too. See. Like- Yo, dude, listen. Yeah, ban incense. Ban incense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flammable things in general. Yeah, he might as well ban the shots hookah he's smoking Yo, right yeah. now. Listen, I'll tell you right oh, now, honestly, yeah. with the way God black... Goddamn, how you know I'm smoking, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that was creepy. <laughs> bro, if, if any of you ever saw... Can you notice the camera? Uh, yeah, if you saw Black Mirror, like, listen, with the amount of, like, minimalism that our whole aesthetic as a culture might go to, I could totally see mm. them going... It's unclean, uh, burning things just unnaturally for Barbaric. no reason. Barbaric. Mm. Disgusting. Get away. No, no more of it. Get it out of our country. <laughs> we are better. We are cleaner people now. We have no reason to burn things. Fire is neat, but we don't burn anything anyway. I can totally see society in some places trying to go like super duper clean or or weirdly overly. Yeah, fire is like one of the most natural oh. things though. Yeah. Yeah. Just the I mean, like, how would you like even do like if if think about it, if you outlawed fire, like agriculture and things like that, like even fire management, like most of fire management is controlled burns. Well, True. I, what actually that's a better point. <clears throat> Not that it would be outlawed, but it would be more controlled about who has access to these. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, you know, just really just more controlled fire professionals. No lighters. You know, like firefighters. No, no, you know, no lighters, what? Okay. So Avatar. So no lighters, <laughs> which means no smoking. The Fire Nation. So, I mean, a cigarette smokers are going to be real pissed. Good. Oh yeah. And I mean, so yeah. Will maybe cigarettes will be smokers. outlawed in twenty five years. So. Preferably, those will be outlawed. That'd be great. Damn. Oh, people are going to go crazy. That would be oh, wait, that'd wild. Though. That'd be wild. Yeah, yeah. Ian's right. Wild. That'd be massive. I don't know though. I don't want to live in that future. Yeah, that See? means I can't smoke. It's, it gets great. It's probably you can't just, smoke. It'll okay. be like taking people's guns away. Or cigars. Oh, uh, that's no. right. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah that is. It'll be like taking someone's guns. If, away. if they take cigarettes, no matter what, they're going to take any other form of. Mm-hmm. Anything because they're going to go well. If this isn't allowed, nothing should be allowed. That's I think yeah, that's going to be the only yeah, extreme. Maybe it'll, honestly, that might be like big societal hiccup we'd have by like however many millions of Americans suddenly having to get over smoking. Oh man, it would it would just become illegal. Let's still do it. Like it'd be like another prohibition. Yeah, yeah. The tobacco yeah. company yeah. Would, yeah. Would, would that turned out so protest well. like a muzzle. Yeah, there's some things that you can't really. I mean, you can make them illegal, but you try. People are still going to do it. The backlash would be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. 1,000%. Yeah, what's the B-side of that question? Oh. Well, honestly, it was what's illegal now and going to be legal, actually. Oh, what's illegal now and going to be legal? Besides weed, marijuana. (laughs) Yeah, besides lettuce. (laughs) Yeah, besides. The beast. (laughs) Besides weed, what's illegal now and it's going to be illegal? Besides decriminalizing, like, all drugs. wacky tobacco. Jaywalking. (laughs) Jaywalk! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, what's illegal now? I don't even know what's illegal now because I'm a good boy. I don't do illegal things. I got an answer. Hey, oh. what's up? What's up, Ian? Uh, horizontal mergers in big tech. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh. Oh. That's illegal. Uh, currently, <laughs> if it's above a certain market share, it's illegal. It's legal. Really? But they're yeah. starting to get around this by saying that. It's within the public interest, meaning it saves people money. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How? <laughs> this is a merger. It's going to cost us more. Because Amazon and companies mm-hmm. like it Convenience. can afford to run these huge sales on everything all the time. Yeah. And be- <sighs> That's a fact. Damn, horizontal mm-hmm. mergers. Damn, he's right. See, people who don't pay attention to the market won't get that. Yep. 
there's a lot of things happening in the uh, in the background that uh, like people who only watch the news will simply never know. Well, you know? Right, right, right. They, like just, they just won't know. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. Uh, <laughs> we love you, Ed. You're a friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but you know, like you know, um, unless people have the peers and or degree in education to be in certain fields, like you simply will never have the knowledge or wisdom that's going on in the background of like how many movies totally show office spaces and they're 60 floors up and it's just a room full of 20 people in cubicles. They show those jobs all the time, but like, what are those jobs all the time? Are they always, they're not always law firms. There's dozens of other types of jobs that they could be, but in movies like, no, they're just, there's cubicle companies, Mm. you know, and not everyone knows what goes on in those giant towers in Every giant major city, man. Yeah, that's true. Like in Miami. Yeah, like, I don't know what's going on down there. Yeah, I, I can study it. Sure, I can try and really, really, actually learn who owns each building, learn what each building is renting each floor out because each floor is sold to a different random company, mm-hmm, possibly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and then hope that they're not all being extorted by the owners of the building. And there's so many variables in each of these structures. <clears throat> There's yeah. even like sections of a floor maybe owned by multiple companies. Yeah, it's- yeah. I know Kevin Hart owns like the whole top floor of a of a building for his production company. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just top floor of yeah. just him. Just him. Doing right. one little thing. Yeah. That's just a single floor. Yep. And the building might be he owns what, the entire top floor. 40, 50, 60 yeah. stories. Yeah. Every yeah. single one of those could be a different building or a different uh, company. Yeah. And we have no idea what all those are doing, you know? Damn. Um that's a good one. I don't know anything that's illegal that'll Hold on. Let legal me think now would be legal. Legal no, now, but le- would be illegal. Legal now, and in 25 years, would be legal. It's totally going to be legal. I feel like right now, the way that we're progressing as a society, as a society, I feel like we're more likely to make more things illegal than legalize things, if that makes sense, which is why I'm struggling with this question a yeah, little bit. I just don't know what's illegal until they arrest me for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not right? they say not knowing the law is not an excuse. That is an they excuse. Do, do Cops don't know the law. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Big facts. We're not getting into that. Yeah. <laughs> Leave that one. Um, uh, I don't know, man. I, got, I only got weed. That's <laughs> yeah, right. that's definitely become legal. Shot, you got any thoughts on that? That's a good answer. Yeah. It's like the most, it's, it's the most hot answer yeah. right now. Anything to shot? Hookah? <laughs> He's thinking right now. Hookah's yeah, legal. Yeah, right legal. Now. Oh, sorry. My mic was muted. I apologize. Oh. Um, <laughs> what you doing at your mic muted, bro? Smoking hookah. What do you think? I got, I got things going on in my house, bro. Oh, my don't bad, don't bro. worry about it. Uh, my bad, bad key. Yeah, like you have to make another hookah. Nashad's doing the illegal things that we're talking about. Exactly. That's like, damn, Nicole got to call me out like that. He's like, yeah, you supposed to know about that, bro. Yeah. Just trying to be um, I think, I, I mean, it depends on where, you know, the current climate goes uh, politically um, and, you know, all the culturally. But um, I think maybe the different boundaries for, you know, um, where where warrants are necessary and warrants aren't necessary for, you know, seizing property or searching property or like I said, if we continue towards a more, you know, police state minded, you know, militarized idea, um, those, those boundaries will definitely flex. So I think something that is currently illegal, we can be made legal just like how, um, uh, the Patriot act was passed, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because of obviously nine 11. So, you know, that's, that's something that was before very much illegal, illegal, you know, 
now now legal. Right? Interesting. So, it's interesting. Country. So you think there's going to be a change to the Eighth Amendment? Potentially. I mean, it's 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 being it was it's being attacked over the last twenty years to thirty years as it is. Hmm. There's definitely a lot of uh, influxes in it, state to state, for sure. I agree with you. Yeah, it's interesting. See, it's an unfortunate thing for sure. I think things like the no knock warrant might get outlawed, especially about what happened with Beyond Taylor. Of course, yeah, Those, yeah. but that's that, like outlawing a gun stock. See, yeah, it's gonna be a hard one. Yeah, qualified qualified immunity. I mean, I. You think so? It might go like kind of with like the a portion of the question, but where it's it's a thing now and. Like, I know it's a conversation now, but I think that in 25 years, I think uh, our entire view of law enforcement is going to be vastly different. And sadly, it's going to go one of two ways. Either it's going to be a more militarized police or it's going to be a more social service based police. And I think those are just the two paths are going to go. And not necessarily that's going to be legal or, or legal or, or illegal, but the, 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 the path it goes, if it goes more social service it will be illegal for officers to use force the same way. If it goes more armed military style, then it's going to be illegal for people's or like, sorry, people will lose more rights. Mm, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't you know? think qualified immunity will go away because police unions aren't going to let that happen. Oh, I, I have another input by the way, mm, uh, different, different topic than Trey. Okay, um, something ahead. that's illegal now that may be legal in the future. Now this is going from like another spectrum of my thought, a very progressive mindset, mm-hmm. but um, prostitution. Oh, oh, yes. Very mm. good point. That's a good one. Sex work. Yep. Sex that's work. actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's a predominant that's, that might conversation that's happening right now. Yeah. Especially with like OnlyFans being as big as it is. Oh, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All Which is it. ironic because it wasn't even meant for that. It was not. It's literally yeah. just meant for you to interact mm-hmm. with your fans mm-hmm. of anything. Mm-hmm. Of literally yeah. anything. Right. People, people yeah. forgot that that was even the case. Yeah. And they think it is only a... People sexualize everything. everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's what's that rule so that if there's something... Rule that, 34. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Rule 34, yeah. Just born for I don't know what that but, is. What the hell is that? Oh, rule thirty four. Shut up, Rashad. You know what that Bro, is. Right? <laughs> I only know rule sixty nine. We. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what's rule thirty four? I mean, it's like Sorry. it's almost like when I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling along, you know, and I see like a pretty girl like on my Instagram, I'm like, ah, here's this lovely lady, and then I click on her profile. You see what her Here's profile my is about, and it has an OnlyFans, and I'm like, yep, oh. Oh. We know it's probably going to happen. I mean, it's just like I so mean, main, like not uh, always, not, not, yeah, always, not always. But I will say it's it's becoming so popular that I guess I'm more surprised when it's not there than when it is mm. there at this point. If they're like a model, you know what? Yeah, actually, if they're an Instagram right. model and they actually, don't have an OnlyFans, I'm shocked. Yeah. Like, let's put it that way. Well, the thing is, they're really they don't have a Venmo link or something. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. An, Amazon, an Amazon wish list. Yeah. Cash at me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Just this is a little off topic, no, but no, um, celebrities are ruining OnlyFans for yeah. the regular people. Who, that? <sighs> Who did that? Was it Bell Thorne? Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. Yeah. Thorne. What exactly did she do? So pretty much Bella Thorne <laughs> created an OnlyFans and advertised that she was going to sell her nudes on there um, for like like $200 yeah, each like or something. And so obviously a ton of people signed up because she's she made extremely fam- she famous. Yeah. She made millions of dollars and then she posted the photos and they were just like lingerie photos. They weren't nudes at all. Yeah. So people were pissed and they so they see. asked for their money back mm. and OnlyFans has to give it back because they paid for a product 
product that was not delivered. And so as a result, OnlyFans then had to pay back millions of dollars yep. to all of these people who wanted to see Bella Thorne's yeah. hoo-ha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, now they have made it so that people on OnlyFans can't even sell nudes for that much anymore. Like yeah. if they set a limit, I think it's like 50, 50 bucks. bucks. Yeah. And so oh, that's the max that they can yeah. sell them for, which sucks because if you were someone that had a lot of content and yeah. you were regularly selling yours for two hundred dollars, yeah. now you can't do that anymore because Bella yep. Thorne decided to like right. be a douchebag. And yeah, it's not like she needs the money; she didn't need to make for an real. OnlyFans. She's, She's very famous, very well it. off. She, I mean, and not to judge her, but it almost seems like she did it purely for attention, and mm. then screwed over 100%. a bunch of people that depend on OnlyFans as their like primary source of income. Yeah. Oh, and just to add to the context for Bella Thorne, she actually like directed a Pornhub video, like a Pornhub exclusive video, mm. <laughs> like legitimately directed it. Yeah, wow. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, right. so people had reason to believe that she might actually, actually post her news. Right. Yeah, she was in the industry, kind of. Yeah, I mean, and like if you go on her Instagram, she talks about like directing the porno and stuff. Like mm. yeah, Tiger joined too. Pretty scuddy, can't lie. Ooh. I've I've she's, not watched it. She's no, well, I mean, just general persona. She is a South Florida girl, so oh, she's from Boca. That's why she got B listed in Hollywood. <laughs> oh wow! No. Mm-hmm. Oh Florida, because she's on there. Tiger joined. Some other uh, celebrities joined, and they're ruining it for regular regular girls who make their. Or even regular people, because I know guys. There's are some men that do too. it too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. trans people, all yeah, sorts of yeah, people. Yeah. All sorts. I'm of people. honestly just amazed that it's become such like as big as it is. You know, I mm-hmm. I guess I'm surprised because I did not realize that people would pay hey, so right. much money for an individual model's photographs. Like, I, yeah. Like I'm yeah. just even thinking like how many people actually own like a Pornhub subscription? Like not that many, I guess. Yeah. So like I I just was surprised that people would be willing to pay that much money to an individual person. And it's like, not, you don't even have access to like a wide variety of like people's stuff. It's just one person. But I guess also there's like kind of like an intimacy that comes with like OnlyFans, And like a lot of times these people like, they feel like it's just give like individualized gifts or, you know, they sell things and they'll sign them for you. You know, they'll make personalized videos. It is a Twitch event. It's more on the internet culture in uh, real time. Yeah. 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 More on the internet culture and the wave that usually follows when it comes to that. Like, I know before OnlyFans, people were all about Patreon. Yeah. There's yeah, there still, yeah, yeah. There, like, there, there is still, still, like, still there. There's adult still stuff there. on Patreon, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like the Twitch effect, like Ian said. It's just the fact that uh, you, can, live you can have a live response. Mm-hmm. It's like Snapchat was in the same vein. Oh yeah. And, and, yeah. Oh yeah. All like private snaps and whatnot. Private snaps are still kind of a thing. I mean Snapchat yeah, yeah. has yeah, not kind of nearly as popular had, as it yeah. used to be. But, but uh, Snapchat yeah. had the unfortunate disadvantage of first mover. Yeah, that's <laughs> they, true. They weren't able yep. to monetize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the I think OnlyFans became like super huge because of the wave of like the, the whole simp wave, quote unquote. <laughs> where <laughs> Yeah, dude. Everyone started calling everyone yeah, else a simp. A simp. Yeah, dude. So, yeah. It, 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 again, with Bella Thorne, there was also another girl that did the <clears throat> same thing with a Pornhub account, Belle Delphine. Oh, exactly. oh man, Belle Delphine. Oh, God. isn't that the, the streamer girl? The bathwater yeah, girl. Yeah, the bathwater girl. Straight Japanese. Listen, I'm not, even, I'm not even mad, though. Like, I'm upset that I didn't come up Thought with the idea sooner, to sell right? my belt bathwater. Like I didn't realize people would buy no, that. No, but she um on Inst I think it was Instagram. Shout out to Sanal. This is his favorite girl. <laughs> 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 on Instagram, she's like, if I get like a million likes, 
I'll finally make a Pornhub oh, account and oh release videos. God. Oh man! And in the same vein, the oh, videos, the videos were so funny too because it's like suggestive thumbnail, and the title was like, "I, what's it called?" Uh, she, she like rubs, rubs, rubs big cock. Yeah, no, some, she's like, I whatever. rub, I rub my uh, pussy for like uh, yeah. whatever, and it, it just winds uh-huh. up her petting a cat. Oh There's my a whole god! Video of her just petting They're like, cat. I put like. I get a cream. I get like a. I get cream to the face or Literally. whatever. And it's just a pie. Oh my god! <laughs> she like she's so many and people. She's like just holding an actual chicken and like just yeah, having a chicken like. It, That's funny. She yeah, she's bank. like. She's like the video like yeah. I did she, uh, Belle Delphine takes two cocks and, and it's, it's like two roosters. That's genius. Yeah, she made bank. I mean, that's every, crazy. And everyone went up in arms. Yeah. Over of course, it, they were. They were mad because they were expecting they were something. Mad, yeah, but, I mean, I guess it's their fault for expecting. Pornhub lets you upload anything. There's a dude who's like, <laughs> there's the one guy that's just like super kind. I don't remember his name. He's just super kind, and his video is like. Guy sits with girl and calmly allows her to explain her day. Yeah. <laughs> guy washes dishes and do- and doesn't expect you to get up and work. Like, yeah. Literally, he's like fixes your sink yeah. and leaves comfortably. Like it's like, it's like a, mas- a massage that doesn't end with a happy <laughs> ending. Like, just like listens to your so regular yeah. massage reassures you. And what the fuck's a regular massage? <laughs> yeah. I promise you. Yeah. Hey, side, whatever whatever massage play you're going to, bro. Give me the address. <laughs> I got yeah, you, Chris. You gotta I'll support your local you. business. Got to. <laughs> you gotta got support to. your local victors. I mean, <laughs> oh my god, that was, was an Asian pass. Sorry, boys. <laughs> it's fair because they're both Asian, so hey, it's okay. Support it's my fair. sisters yeah. and brothers out there, right? Yeah, well, thank that's you. It, that's it. Wakanda forever. That's a stereotype, by the way. Could be anybody giving these happy endings. Yeah, but we're the best. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't know, Victor. Listen, bro, the East knows all about chakra and like pressure points and all that. That's, oh, that's, that's also true. Yeah, that's true. A lot better than that. the West. Eastern medicine What's for the, sure. The sexy book came from the East, didn't it? Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra, yeah. Kama Sutra, yeah. yeah. yeah Nishad's hey, uncle hey. wrote it. <laughs> yeah. It's very fucking Hindu, all right, guys. Well, if you're into religion, let me know, all right? Bro. So how do we get into this porn talk? Can we? Yeah, I'm okay, sorry. Good. Yeah, so we have thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. So, yes, guys, today, What's the actual the topic. You? <laughs> Sorry, that was a whole tangent about like OnlyFans and porn. It was all about Sims, bro. How did we even get to that? Some, you know, some of these people pay so much fucking money. Bro. Listen, it's all Belle Duffy's fault. Honestly. I don't know why. If uh, I think she started, the, thirsty, whole, she bro. started the wave of Sims, bro. Mm. Like she did the bathwater thing, and that's when people realize the extent that human. Yeah, you can weaponize simpentry. You, you can weaponize it, and like we realized, mm. you can weaponize your presence online and just make bank. By messing with fools, like yeah, and they did it. Yeah. And uh, you guys know, uh, Gen Z has like the the like all time lowest rate like rating for like sexual activity. Really? Oh, you know it's what? Crazy. They're, they're glued to their phones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think also with Gen Z in general, they're just yeah, like way more educated, <laughs> I guess, than uh, we ever were at that age. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit biased as a teacher. I like talk to these kids all day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh they're way more worldly than i was at that age and they know a lot more about like sex and pregnancy and things like that than i did at that age and i think that with knowledge comes like power and control and they're just like nah. we don't want that right now like it's not worth uh 
Earth is hard right now. And like, there's just stupid things that like people used to believe in middle school that like are obviously not true. And like, it's like, like one of the like prime ones I used to hear in middle school is like, oh, if you pee after sex, you won't get pregnant. Like, that's so stupid. But people believe that. Like, I had friends that believed that and that's how they operated their sex lives. Like, you know. Wait, hold up, hold up. That's not true. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, why don't you refer you to your book, bro? Kids somewhere, bro. But yeah, like and yeah. kids, kids, kids nowadays, like they don't. I, don't, I think they're just a little bit more aware than we. And I mean, I'm not going to say all kids by any means, but uh, in yeah. general, they're they're more aware. Mm-hmm. I told my mm-hmm. mom I didn't want any kids. She's like, "What? You want no kids?" I'm like, "Nah, they're dummy, expensive for one." Yeah, facts. That's yeah. the main yeah. reason yeah. I don't yeah. want children. That's true, man. And then yeah. you give away your life to them because once yeah, you have your kids, your life's cut in half. Damn jits. For real. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I want one kid. I'm like, my sister will have two. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Get another from me. There you go. Trey, what are we talking about yeah. for a third time? <clears throat> Sorry. We'll so, never get to it. On the actual theme of today, it's uh I want to hear this explanation. It's about the cycles of existence in society. Oh god, I had a very it's- bad joke that I was about to say. I'm glad I didn't. My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> It's really, it's really not that intense, though. Honestly, it's more about just like the methods and uh, cycles we see around us in like society, and we all already kind of actually touched on a lot of the ones that I was actually curious about. We actually, sorry, we actually talked about COVID a bit, and um, just like what it's doing to people and the fact that it's affecting literally everyone, and we all ha- we all have an experience with it. Uh, we ended up actually talking about transportation a little bit. I actually wanted to get into that as well. So with the COVID thing. Um, when it comes into like the the cycles or methods of handling it, that more so is in comparison to just like the sicknesses of the past and like how uh, America handling COVID now versus how it has handled sicknesses in the past and the or diseases, I should say, because the main one that a lot of people compare it to is going to be the H one N one virus virus, you know, which was uh, was nineteen eighteen. Yeah, exactly. So when this occurred, it's affected millions of people 675,000 people die in the US 50 million were uh, affected throughout or died throughout the world and I'm just saying we broke 200,000 with COVID like is that only we only have 200,000 I thought it was more Sorry, let me, well, it broke, probably is more now. We broke two hundred thousand, and, and it is past. I mean, whatever long. reported number is, and sorry if there's any COVID deniers listening, but it's already whatever the reported unreported. number is, it is underreported. Um, odds are that more people are dying from COVID than we actually realize. Um, so whatever, yes, the official number is two hundred thousand, yeah. but. I'm sure that there are many people that have died from COVID that were never identified as having died from COVID, and we won't know um, that they were sick with it or anything. They just passed away. And So yeah. around the world, 967,000 deaths. This yeah. is from uh, yes. The Who. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, one in four of those is Americans. Which is like some nonsense. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Why is that the case? You know, and America's great. USA number one, bro. Yeah. 31 million confirmed cases in the world. Yeah. It surpasses swine flu because swine flu, like, it's a huge range for swine flu because it was so, you know, global, but it it went up to, I think, the number estimated to 600,000. Yeah. So we've we've overshot that. That's what I'm saying. Fuck. That's what worries me about it because, you know, we're only several months into COVID and it's like we are nowhere near the end of it. And we're already surpassing several other really significant diseases that have occurred in the past, you know. And we that, are twenty-one percent of the world's deaths. 
Yeah. Jesus, dude. Just right. in the United States, 198,000 deaths. Like what? Yeah. Like what is that? Six million cases, bro. Like why? It's what? Easy. How have we gotten to this level? Uh, sorry. <clears throat> I don't want to go full politics with that question because politics. I, you know, obviously, I thought this was the political episode. <laughs> you know, I'll say right now. Like, we should name it the political episode. To be facts, like, look, all I'm going to say is it's impossible to deny that it is this administration's job to come up with a plan for this issue. That is what I will say. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to come up with an issue like this when there's people literally dying when uh, they don't even believe in basic climate science. Yeah, yeah. Well, like that was the, that was the biggest problem here. Yeah. Like something like this was politicized was to politicized. begin with. Yeah. Like yeah. it started right. off being politicized. It shouldn't have never been of an issue that's happening. Right. Science is not an opinion; it's fact. Yeah, right? yeah. That was the, problem. the laws of nature. <laughs> I mean, I feel like unfortunately in America. Um, oh, there or we in, go. I should say the United States of America is more than one America, but um, <laughs> everything is politicized to someone's gain, and exactly. unfortunately, that is extended to things that should not be politicized, like science um, and and all sex, all, all sorts of things. There sex, we go. Gender, religion, uh, black lives race. Prison. I'm gonna tie it uh, back. Yeah. Like honestly, healthcare stuff like, that is. The, like societal issues, basic that human needs, yeah, basic right, human things. have been like highly politicized and turned into a debate. And these things are not a debate. That's especially disease and climate yeah. science. I mean, the science is real. And in, I mean, I'll say this: like, I was a geology student in for some time in my stint in college. Like, if you don't believe that climate science is real, like, you're not paying attention. That's mm. just there's too much. I mean, and evidence. the same thing with and like. I was a biology major for a while too. Like if you don't think that pandemics are real and viruses are real and the danger they pose is real, like, I'm sorry, but (laughs) you're wrong. And the thing that blows my mind, I guess the most is that it's not even hard science. Um, All you have to do is get in a lab and you can easily uh, do an experiment that shows uh, how dangerous the virus is. And you can see that it's real. Um, And with climate science, I mean, you just look at, I mean, (laughs) Look, we got some pretty basic information and you can see what's happening. It's not it's not difficult science, but you have to be willing to learn it and be open minded to the fact that it's even happening and not denying it so that you can make money from healthcare profits and oil and right. coal. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, uh, this administration is completely capitalistic right there. The profiteering you know, tycoons. So when mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. an administration that's, uh, you know, backing out of the Paris Agreement, um, you're rolling back on offshore drilling uh, policies, meaning, you know, loosening the ties, mm-hmm. um, you know, letting all these crazy ass pipelines go through America, just completely and utterly undermining the environment just in within this country. And then overall, that, that influences the rest of the nation, uh, sorry, the rest of the world as well. The, you know, how do you expect there to be any type of, uh, you know, gain in science or, or, yeah. Or you know, advance in, or just no saving trust. lives for yeah. God's sake, like in this in this current matter, right? It's it's impossible. It's fucking ridiculous. Agreed. <clears throat> if people don't have trust for the science and the fact that people spend their lives to go to college to work on these things, and learn even, the science, and then learn how to, these people never leave. Fucking yeah, they never yeah. leave. They, they devote their they leave. They like are, their they, actual whole yeah. lives to it. Exactly, the, the entire life they devote to it. They go to college. Will work there with people. Then yeah. teach the people there and then be like, well, I mean, I'll just stay here. The facility's here. I'll just keep right. working here and then get yeah. grants and then yeah. keep discovering more things and then create a whole department there. 
That's yeah, my but answer. If, if an orange asshole comes into fucking power, you know, and then he's, you know, his whole life is dedicated to screwing people over and lying about everything he fucking does. Oh, he's fucking king. Let's give it up to him, right? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. That's the frustration. Sorry, Victor. Damn. No, I'm yeah. saying that's my answer for Trey's IQ earlier. Like, oh. science is law now. Oh. But in 25 years. Oh, my God. My bad. Dang, that's a really good point, Victor. Honestly, they, um, <laughs> that sucks. That that's really more that's, alien shit. That's, um, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, that's when we no. shift into like a dystopian future. But, uh, unfortunately, I, I think a, dy- a dystopian future is quite uh, nearer than any, I think that uh, a lot of people a lot realize. Of kind of close. For sure. We're talking about a matter of days. I'll tell you right now, this disease was a very huge step forward to a dystopian oh, yeah. like, society. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, I will forever like take note to the fact that for the longest time, teachers were and parents were fighting against any possibility of having cameras in the classrooms. Okay, COVID hits right now. Every teacher in America who's had to deal with going virtual has basically had a camera in the classroom now. Mm. There's mm-hmm. a camera like they have to record their lessons yeah. or they have to you know have another teacher in to watch what's happening, but. Exactly what everyone was like worried about and was up in arms about years and years ago. I remember it like my, my parents were going through that and they were talking about like, well, wow, that's interesting. What's going to happen with that? They were talking about in our era when we were in elementary and middle school, what's going to happen with uh, cameras in the classroom? We have the technology. We're trying to keep everyone safe, especially after the 9-11 thing. And then school shootings started happening. So now I'm wondering, uh, because now they're sending teachers back to you know brick and mortar schools and they're still teaching virtual while in the classroom, so ha- some of the kids are in class, some of the kids are virtual. Yeah, that half and half shit is stupid. But they're learning the same thing at the same time. I- IDK. But they're going to keep, I think they're going to keep the cameras in the classroom. I think even <laughs> after all this tries to die, like all this kind of dies down, I think this is a very, I think this is a step towards schools becoming like very dystopian like a slab is the table that everyone works on because we have to be extremely clean and like stone tabs are going to be the tables and people are going to have like clean suits that ensures that they're all clean and everything and the teacher's going to be behind like an entire plastic barrier to teach your class I and wish there's not going to be any <laughs> that's too expensive hold on slow down now and the teachers have to pay for it we defund schools we don't defund police okay crazy <laughs> we'll never yeah. get plexiglass in Ooh, right. That's funny. Unless you, you pay for it yourself, Wait, right? On. Let's be realistic, though. <laughs> with Trump making the sorry, sorry, with this administration <laughs> making Duke. the making the first with Duke. steps. We don't say towards, his name out here, man. Duke <laughs> making the first steps towards patriotic education. That to me seems like they're going to um, give funding and grants to private schools or charter schools, IDK, that might um, align themselves with this way of thinking. And in doing that, they will then actually have the funding for the specific schools that they want. Right, but it won't be public schools. But it will not be there. public schools. To, I mean, to, to surmise to surmise everything we're talking about here, listeners, there is a simple book you need to read, and you should have read it in your grade school. <laughs> Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> that surmises this entire conversation here. Yeah. Yo, big facts. Big facts. Learn, learn, read your books, fam. Keep I remember reading you know that what? book too. It's not lost on me that when COVID was announced and it was like the in, like at the inception of COVID, y'all went out and bought guns. That was so interesting. Y'all, y'all know exactly what was going on. That was on. very mm-hmm. interesting. I what think, you wanted to do. I think a lot of people realized. Yeah, there um, was a huge boom in ammo sales. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah listen, yeah. Ammo, it was hard for us to try and buy yeah, some ammo. Yeah, there was no ammo for a while. We were trying to buy some ammo too. Well, like, and 
right when COVID began, it was the same time as um, martial law and all the BLM riots. And yeah, things too. the George Floyd riots. Mm-hmm. So it was like the combination of. Yes. Oh yes. I'm Michael Sook. Yeah, don't pull up here, Ian. This is not the spot, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, illegally. That's that's a better question. All right. Everyone's military. Don't indict yourself in the air now. Yeah, bro. Why you like that? (laughs) Everyone's military. That's an amendment. I can't can't self indict. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The fifth on that shit. (laughs) It's an amendment saying you have the protection. You can still admit it. (laughs) No, I like to keep the element of surprise. Do I have one? Yeah, I, don't. It's a, I have what's called Schrodinger's gun. <laughs> no, no. Shut up, you got Schrodinger's chopsticks. What the fuck? Are you? <laughs> you swear those aren't as deadly. Yo, oh, listen, bro. I, In your hands, yes, they are. See, yeah. I, 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 I go find them. The money knows how to use them. I go find them. But, but to she answer does. your question, Ian, yes, my, both my parents are in the military. We have a... We are extremely patriotic in this household, proudly, I will say. And we believe in our Second Amendment rights. And we all... Three have our concealed carry and our right to defend ourselves and protect our land. That's uh, why I come here to America. do the podcast. Yeah, that's right. America. Cool, that's awesome. Thank you, thank you, America. America. Thank you all for thank your you service. Hey, don't thank me. I'm I'm a normal human. Yeah, still. thank thank them. Thank, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah, I'm still a civvy, bro. I'm, they oh, added no shell. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give them thanks through through yeah. the through the technology. Through the Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Sanal too. He gave his oh, yeah, shout out to Sanal. Sanal gave his knees for this country. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He, he gave jokes soft we, tissue for that shit. <laughs> the amount of jokes we make about Sanal is a veteran. Sanal, we love you, bro. Shout out Sanal. Shout out DC. Shout DC, out Emmanuel. 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 Oh, my God. Yo, Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, we got a lot of military too. friends. Yeah, thank you, RTC. Appreciate you. Facts, 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 facts. We're connected. Uh, um, now, on that note, um, just because we brushed on a bit earlier, but when we were talking about transportation, actually, and like the technology that goes into it and uh, yes, how you're talking about the legality and possible <laughs> if it will be legal to still drive in the future, actually, or if there's going to be just far more restricted and like everyone below the age and above the age of blah, 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 will not be able to drive. But on that um, and with the topic being cycles and the methods of things, I just want to talk about transportation, how it's progressed um, from walking to roads to a mount because gamers and I believe in mounts and they're awesome and then horse drawn carriage, horse drawn carriage not uh, freaking bicycles tricycles tricycles uh, the, and first the first skateboards uh, first early vehicles early were like vehicles, hand cranked st- steam power things as well event oh actually right. hand cranked I should say and only went two miles an hour exactly but only rich people had it. They, they were still so you could walk body. faster than them, you but could. they would still look down on you. You exactly. peasant, you walk. That's it. That's it. Disgusting. That's it. As I'm giving walk. a hand job to my car every time I start. <laughs> Use your legs. Gross. Yo, who keeps inviting the shot? <laughs> yeah, who does? I mean, are you trying to be politically correct or politically incorrect? Because that's yeah. me. <laughs> nah, we you. You got to have the balance, you know. Um, but uh, there's, yeah, dude, there's I bring a, the laughs. The laughs. I bring the laughs. Um, there's um, yes, there's do. a very good. Um, interview with joe rogan that neil degrasse tyson did about transportation mm-hmm. and if i i'm just spewing it from my head it's not exactly how it is but he said there are a couple dimensions to, to uh transportation because when they first made it yep. he had maybe like two lane roads right exactly and so mm-hmm. they made more cars cars got more sophisticated and as the production grew you have to expand so exactly. the two lane roads is something that was like the first dimension of mm-hmm. of driving right of tra- traffic transportation um the second dimension was Expanding the roads, right? Yes, right. So you have more cars, more lanes, more lanes, right? Easy. So after that, you're like, oh man, well, the next more, more, 
The third dimension would be bridges. Precisely. So now you can go over, over lanes, overpasses, and everything. Overpasses, all that jazz. Tunnels, everything you need. Right. And people mm-hmm. are suggesting the fourth dimension would be flying cars. Of course. You just go Ugh. over it yeah, all together. Yeah, people have been, uh, been showing that yeah. off. Like new technology. But he doesn't like that. He said you have all three dimensions that you can use. You can use all three of those dimensions. Mm-hmm. And we don't need the fourth dimension. I agree. Not to mention the noise pollution. That would happen with flying cars. The noise pollution would be insane. And the accidents? Like, oh, yeah. okay, like how They're terrible is it time. when someone crashes through someone's living room because they were drunk driving, but imagine like you're asleep Literal and someone's plane, flying dude. car yeah. crashes into your house. Yeah. Right. Not even drunk driving. Just like, imagine the old people here yeah, in Florida. Yeah, like falling out of the sky. Like, yeah. I yeah, that, yeah. bad well, idea. First of all, people like that wouldn't even just be like a flying test. Like I would need these people to not just be pilots. Like yearly, of course, yearly freaking trials because th- that's what I'm saying. Dude, like yearly exam. Yeah, like, I think you guys are. I think you guys are very much overthinking it because mm-hmm. just AI, for regular AI, passenger vehicles, we just like uh, Ian was talking about. We have you know automated systems yeah, now. Automated yeah, systems yeah, are actually good yeah. at, at driving themselves. So if we're gonna go to that point, once it becomes fiscally and economically you know responsible and and um inefficient if we get to that point of flying the vehicles, flying just, private vehicles it'll it'll completely be autonomous yeah mm. i think it ha- no it, like it has to be it has because to be you, yeah. yeah we can't trust we cannot humans. trust these old people no. in these yeah. flying cars you can't it's trust humans at all you yeah you can't really trust yeah there can be like yeah. free flying zones where you when you have your car like you know you go out into the freaking countryside or whatever yeah but Midwest. you need to have like an mm-hmm. extensive extensive exam exactly. for it oh, exactly yeah you, you need to look a pilot's license literally pilot's yeah. license that's, yeah. that's literally yeah you need flying time right is that it would basically be a regular Related utility, yeah. Yeah. probably be state coupled like Amtrak. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah. No. There, go ahead. Sorry. There, there would be zones for like free flying, like you said. Right, right. Right. Yeah. It'd be like the roads, the railroads. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, now, in terms, so. yeah, it, in terms of railroads, yeah. In terms of U.S., how about what? What do you like? Instead of investing in like this fourth dimension, why don't we actually just reinvest back into the infrastructure? The infrastructure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Dude. We high need a high road. speed rail. High yeah, because the US, it's ridiculous U.S. public that we transport. Don't, we're is, one of the. We don't like compared to Europe. Like yeah, we true. are so behind. Inefficient. <laughs> Europe or Asia? Asia? We're so yeah, far yeah, behind. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. The, like, I, yeah. It's crazy to me how vastly superior a society becomes by just in upgrading their transportation. Public your public transportation. transportation. Yeah. It all comes down to infrastructure. Like, like yeah. Yeah. Even, yeah, even our current infrastructure, our highways, our bridges, all of it's crumbling. Yeah. I heard but the NCA is garbage. Again, back to this current administration, it's all about tax cuts. You mm-hmm. cut taxes, infrastructure goes to shit. Yeah. 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 That's, what makes, that's what makes a first world country a first world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming from a man who does business in a third world country all the fucking time. Like, yeah. I, I know. Agreed. Yeah. Well, he's just really not a good businessman. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> How many times has he gone bankrupt? No, but he's he's the Eight? best. All right. Well, you're not a good businessman if you don't go bankrupt. <laughs> Make America great again. <laughs> Multiple times. Fucking times. Right? Multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> but I'm like, so I'm like, like I'll I'm go looking. on record and say he's not a billionaire. There you yeah. go. I'm like, I'm looking right now at a map of like a high rate, high speed rail system, speed right? Mm-hmm. And like, right. And so my family lives in Louisiana. It takes us about 12 to 13 hours to drive and visit them uh, around Christmas time or whatever, whenever we go. 
if this high speed rail system exists, I could get from West Palm to New Orleans in like less than six hours. Less than six hours. Yeah. Jeez. So it would change so everything. Much. I would that go would and visit my family forever. on the weekends. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like it, it would change absolutely everything. Um, you could, I mean, we're talking about people Orlando could th- Miami. think about in like an hour. how people less, less actually Miami least, to Orlando would be like 30 hour. minutes. Yeah. If that. Yeah. Like uh-huh. it's, Dang, dude. Yeah, it is actually. It no. would be revolutionary. You would literally, people would be able to live in South Florida and work in Central Florida. Yep. Mm-hmm. People would right. be able yeah. to live in in one state and literally work like in another state. work in another state yeah. and travel. Like you could say, like you could have a house in one state and then literally travel to another state to work during the week and then come back to your other, um, your your other home state. You know, on the weekend. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just like yeah. the, uh, the kids can get away from college for a weekend in yeah. a heartbeat. Yeah, a fantastic mm-hmm. productivity booster. Yeah, yeah, yeah pro- you're right. Yeah. That's what's the craziest to me. Like you said, uh, Ian, the pro- productivity um, would be boosted mm-hmm. significantly for everyone along the tracks. Man, like they, uh, my dad's friend Kim. I remember, uh, like Fowler, he's a, another IT guy, but I remember they were talking about like if there's a high speed rail that went from like New York to Florida. Like, oh, God. dude, bi-weekly, he, he'd be able to come down at such a fraction of the cost mm-hmm. and time and money and just mm-hmm. energy yeah. that it takes to drive down or fly I'd down. I'd be in New York every weekend. Dude, I'm telling you, yeah. literally, you'd be able to visit you, every state. I do business weekly. there. You could, I'm, like, yeah. I'm, looking, like, I'm looking at it right now. I, I love the West Coast. Anyone you know that knows me knows that. And Same. If a high-speed road went from here to the West Coast. Right. And like the thing is, is that like you could take a plane, of course, and I would get to the West Coast in six hours. It would be <sighs> faster. But would it be more cost effective? Absolutely not. It's like a thousand dollars to get out there on a plane, whereas yep, like with right. a high speed rail, rail system, we're talking it tickets like what like thirty or fifty bucks. Yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like it would be so time, much more cost you'd get effective. More people transport on it, I believe. But frankly. I mean, the fact that I just said what I said about the cost of a high speed rail ticket versus the cost of a plane ticket should tell us exactly why we don't have a high speed yeah. rail system. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, America's extreme, extremely correct. capitalist, mm-hmm. and it would hurt. The business of people that are already uh, in power yeah, and okay. have a lot of money. On, on, and- on this topic, <laughs> serious question: Which businesses do you think are profiting from that? From the uh, rail system? From the rail system not being built? From it not being built? Besides um, airlines, Air- airlines. Do you think it's the airlines? I, said, I would say it's airlines, but also um, cars and regular transportation. Like, think about yeah. it. Like, if you if we had an actually efficient high speed rail system, fuel companies, and, and we had fuel. buses, Pipelines, you know, that and like an actual viable like bus system <laughs> with buses coming frequently and mm-hmm. actually bringing you mm-hmm. to locations that matter. Um, yeah. So we're not talking just about airlines, but we're also yeah, like the fuel industry I'm and about like the trucking oil industry, industry big tr- um, trucking, semi trucks, automobiles, okay. all forms, mm-hmm. of tra- all forms of transportation are absolutely. They would make by more it. money yeah. from the fact that we don't have a high speed rail system. Everyone who provides the sustenance to these those companies. So, like Victor was saying, the gas companies and oil companies. Um, the companies that need to provide the metal, you jet know, fuel. Jet, the jet fuel, you know, yeah, all car that. manufacturers. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you, sound like, yeah. you sound like, you know, something we don't. Oh yeah. He already knows. <laughs> uh, you know me so well. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm thinking uh, residential real estate is the real winner here. Oof, because think about it. Right? If, yeah. 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 High speed uh-huh. rail becomes a thing. Then, it's like Nicole was saying, all mm-hmm. of this new land that was previously undeveloped Dude, in, the in and around cities oh yes. my God. Yeah. 
like possible new suburbs becomes totally a thing. And it would immediately drive down the scarcity of all the residential real estate that is now right. making money as the economy is being channels. Right. Wow. Very, very good, good point. point. Oh man. Yeah. Like I knew there's a hidden one in there. Yeah. That's, that's good. I'm telling you, <laughs> the whole, the whole Midwest can become connected by this and much larger cities. Like, First of all, Las Vegas is like very popular, but also there legitimately is like a huge pine desert around it. But like yeah. once you have, but like once you have the resources there and it is self sustaining, you're not so isolated. Yeah, then it becomes a great big city and it's awesome and it's fantastic. But there, there can be dozens of Las Vegases now if there's high speed rails going through, and now um, the middle of the country is just far more connected. You know, to the coast. Yep. Yeah, that's the main reason all our biggest sure. cities are on the coast so, is just transportation. A fantastic point. So I'm looking yep. at again. I'm, I'm still looking at this map, right? And they have. Um, so I've been looking at different various places to live because I don't like Florida. <laughs> and one of the places that I keep coming back to is um, Cheyenne, Wisconsin, right? But the thing that keeps stopping me is the population is like sixty something thousand people, and it's very isolated. So. I the closest city, major city is Denver and it's still like an hour and a half away. And I'm not sure that after being raised in, you know, West Palm my entire life that I would actually be that comfortable being that out like in the country, quote unquote. But with this high speed rail system that I'm looking at that has a stop in Cheyenne, that would absolutely <laughs> change everything. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I, it would connect me with Denver in less than 30 minutes and like so many other places like Chicago in like three hours. Like it just, mm. it would change everything. Yeah. The, the pros outweigh the cons of what? Uh, oh, of yeah, of I what think so. Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent. It's, mm-hmm. it's the next generation of transportation. Like th- think about it like this, man. Like if let me put like 200 years ago, if I said, bro, let's go down to Miami. Jeremiah, pack the rations. <laughs> this is a week's month long adventure. We don't know if we'll make it back. Ensure you bring the goat with us. It may need to be slaughtered on the fifth day. It was an adventure. Okay. So, man, does that too much. That's the uh, lost chapter in Lord of the Rings. Dude, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Like, dude, that what. If Frodo had a car, okay, <laughs> yeah. is a single couple chapters, okay, makes a debordor, does a drive-by, throws that dinner in the volcano, comes back, has dinner with Rivendell, okay, he gets home. Like, it was, it was why people complained about the Hawks, okay? When you yeah, are, sure. when you just have the next step of transportation. It's, yeah, the whole movie becomes movie. <laughs> it saves all the time. So, bro, That's like, true. like, it literally, like, I'll tell you right now, like, uh, black people in America have not have like had incentive to want to move into the Midwest or into country locations zero because there's lore of America that makes it scary to do that. But best believe the the price range of houses. Where, mm. where they're not on the coast is mm. literally Bruh. a godsend. Mm-hmm. Bruh. Bruh, if you go to like, where's like, we're in Louisiana, I forgot, but in like Georgia, Louisiana. Literally like, anywhere. Dude, anywhere. a house here that is 500,000 will be like two bedroom, two bathroom, maybe yeah. a pool if you're lucky. And it's a location Qu- that matters. quarter of an acre, which yeah. is like just the house basically. But you'll go to like Georgia, Louisiana, you go to all these other places and you'll be like, yes, this is a uh, 10 acre lot. Uh, yeah, Georgia four, four bedrooms, um, four bathrooms. You also get three garages, <laughs> a pool, 
why not elephant on the patio and yeah. there's actually a unique breed of like peacocks living on your lot okay yeah. this would be like 300,000 what <laughs> but it's, but it's, it's, crazy. Crazy. it's true though like my my aunt lives in uh, the suburb of Baton Rouge her house is 400 grand right for here like my parents when they sold their 3-2 sold for about that much money the 3-2 yeah Bro. In in Boynton Beach, <laughs> bro. Yo, I'm Listen. only surprised because my brother just bought a three two and we're renovating it. It cost him two forty, but bro. the reason it cost him two forty, society's word is right now. It's not even a three two. It's kind of a yeah. two two. They made kind yeah. of a three so they could list it as a three two. Uh, yeah. It's a two two. It cost two forty. Moved on that. I, like, what you mean. I think I, they didn't sell it for quite four hundred. That's a little high, but it was over three hundred thousand. It was for in sure. that range, and it was. I mean. We were surprised when it sold for that much, but that's just what real estate is at. But if you look at comparatively, like my my godmother lives in Louisiana. She has a house that's four hundred thousand dollars. It has a library, dog. Um, <laughs> it has a playroom. It has a main living room. It has a den. It has like four bedrooms. I want to say, um, kitchen, oh, granite countertops, bro. breakfast bar, Oof. formal dining room, and a large backyard with old trees. I mean, they have a trampoline, a playset back there. Mm. They have a shed, like a, a, a built shed, not like not like service, a not like a you know a crappy shed like that you like. Shed. Right? No, no, no. It's, it's a, like a it's actual a shed, yeah. like on a concrete block. Like it's a shed. Um, you know, carport, the whole nine. Um, huge front yard. It's in a quiet Jeez. street. Like I'm telling you, man. what the fuck are we doing in Florida? Dude, that's what I'm. Uh, yeah, well, but, but, but the, the racism, transportation, <laughs> the history. Like there's the transport infrastructure is not there to let. Our like citizens feel comfortable actually exploring our country, like yeah. bro, like I, I like it feels recent to me that we were still exploring America, like it. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like yeah, we're on the coast, but I feel like we have barely actually fully, like, colonized our country. Like, mm. well, like as weird as it sounds, but mm. no, uh, but I see what you're saying to some extent. Like, I, I, it's sad how many friends I have that have never left the state of Florida. Yeah. And I think it creates a very isolated worldview when you have people living like that, especially if you look at regions like the Midwest and the South, where people have lived in those states and a lot of times in those small towns their entire lives yeah, and they've man. never experienced anything outside of that. And so we wonder why there's a gigantic divide in our country. It's yep. because we have people living in cities that live literally completely different life than people that are living in these towns, yeah, wholly isolated, these small towns, and their problems and their issues are... Very different, very different and their lived yeah. experiences are very different and without something affordable to connect all of them like how are you really even going to go out and have those experiences like if you're poor you live in a poor town you've lived there your whole life your parents are poor before you like how are you really what access do you have to see the rest of the world what was that one saying was it uh, I think it was you have a better chance in life in America of winning the lottery than getting out of poverty generational poverty that yeah, is that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i think that's the saying yeah is that mm-hmm. really true wow I, yeah i believe that i, I believe saying. That. yeah a statistical yeah <laughs> i mean that is yeah, shockingly low i mean yeah. i'm but i mean i think if like none of us really are in a situation where we, we would be in generational poverty i think all of us are now we're cool yeah yeah we're, we're not mm-hmm. in that situation For, yeah, i fortunately, yeah, fortunately, to be. fortunately yep. i will yep. say though i definitely have friends that live in full poverty yeah, and yep. their poverty is not their own making it nope. is totally nope. the result yeah. of their parents yep like i have a very good friend of mine whose father passed away when he was extremely young and had tons of debt and that is now <clears> all of his debt and he has done nothing <clears> to 
earn that debt, but it is now his to pay off. Another reason mm-hmm. not to have kids. So <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's a hard thing to escape. And I mean, he's going to bear that burden his whole life. I don't see how he'll get out from under it. I yeah, really don't, just to be honest. <laughs> unless he wins the lottery. Yeah. Right. Which is that's really rough. connects back to systematic capitalism. I mean, how many other countries are there in the world that has a fucking credit score system? Not right. that many. It's really intriguing to me. Uh, America is one of the very I assume that we all did. Well, other countries do not. No. Yeah, I, I, I figure most countries in the OECD had one. I'm looking this up right now. Yeah, no, look it up. Um, a lot of them. A lot of them. Here's the thing. A lot of them base they can they can base off certain loans and accredited uh, you know banking based on your U.S. credit score. But there are a lot of first world countries that do not actually have a credit system, believe it or not. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. There are a few. I'm not, you know, I don't know the exact numbers, but yeah. It's an interesting yeah, thing. So, just like in the world of money, it's all about <laughs> the US. Yeah, that's right. Politics and capitalism. Right. No, I'm, the- <laughs> I'm all about it. No, dude, on that, um, Ian, actually, I wanted to ask uh, you specifically if, if you could give us like a, a short rundown on like the method of like economics and like um, accounting that you do, because I want to then ask a question uh, specifically to you, if that'd be all right. Calling you out, bro. Yeah, I definitely am. I'm sorry. Okay. I appreciate you. <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, okay. So for those of you who don't know, which are all of you, exactly. um, <laughs> I work as a tax accountant by day mm. and I study uh, central banking and macroeconomics uh, by hobby. Okay. And there is no uh, rule stating you have to get anything to call yourself an economist. So I'm an economist. Hey. <laughs> Excellent. Wow. That's I my favorite part of You have to be on a podcast, then you're official. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're now an economist. If you call yourself an economist, you are an economist. That's facts. That's facts. So on that, I want to then ask, because I am ignorant, I have not studied the same field. Um, are there signs that we are heading to a depression or are we just <laughs> in a difficult recession-like state? Or are we not even in that? And are we actually doing better than we feel right now? That's a good question. Okay. Um, so I'm going to answer by asking first, what do you guys think? Um, <laughs> I think we're like the second one. We're like in a recession-like state, but not really. I think are we... Uh, okay. Is it not the definition of a depression when you are in what we are right now? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are depressed right now. No, but I mean, like, there's a there's an actual like. That's what I'm saying. There's there's like a value that actually like, yeah. dictates um, between I'm recession sure we're and depression. In one. And I yeah, I was unsure, and I was wondering if he knew or if we knew at all. I, I was unsure. I'll say Ian's definitely mm-hmm. told me, and I've forgotten. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, okay, so an economic depression is a severe and long-lasting economic downturn. I mean, I would uh-huh. say that we're in that depression uh, three... Pu- okay, and so I guess not. Three plus yeah. years of GDP contraction, and at least 10% total mm-hmm. GDP contraction. Yeah, right. I don't think okay. it's, it's severe. So... I, yes, uh, I'm not like going to give an answer because I do study the same field as Ian. So I'll let Ian take over. <clears throat> do you study my field? Uh, similar, uh, my finance. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Finance and trying to do a trying to do a <laughs> MBA. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. I need a fiduciary. I wasn't a f- best of luck. <laughs> what you I know a lot of douchebags. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> oh, shot knows plenty of those. <laughs> uh, Guy, Ian. So, 
So I would agree that we are in the recession-like state, I think. But as of now, it's anyone's guess. Mm. It's like we're still really new into this and Mm -hmm. we're still trying to decide which direction it is. Like they probably didn't call it the Great Depression as soon as it happened. Exactly. Yeah, you're not going to know. Like, I mean, you're going to know that you're in a moment in a struggle, but but, it's an after-the-fact thing. Yeah. But but at the same time, you know, what do you call it when it's when it's happening now? So a lot of people are saying what's called a K-shaped recovery, which is when you have a starting point and then you have one line go up and one line go down. And a lot of people say that because the equity markets and the housing market and all of that stuff have gotten really, really high during this period. Mm-hmm. And the real economy is kind of in a depression, kind mm-hmm. of, oh, uh, that we're having a K-shaped recovery. And that's probably going to last a while. Dang. Yeah. Yep. Dang. It's interesting. I, I was so, curious. I my was stocks curious. are down four percent. My bad. I, I was when we first. <laughs> yeah, today was not a good day for me. Terrible day. Dude. <laughs> terrible day. It just kept going down. When we first started on the subject, that was one of the first things that came into my mind. It's like, well, I guess you really have to ask for who is the economy doing badly? Because if you're a very rich person, you're doing great yeah, in COVID. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you're a regular person, you're probably about to be homeless. Yeah. So it's like it really. I almost feel like. We there are two different economies in America, and one is doing very well, and one is not doing very well. There kind of are. Mm-hmm. And about that second one, you know, like you said, to to be a depression per the dictionary, you have to have ten percent GDP contraction. Yeah, we had nine point five quarter on quarter last quarter. <laughs> oh oh right. wow! God. There God. You go. Right there. Wow. <laughs> oh, right, right there. That third quarter is projected to be up a bit. So we we'll so out of it, but extremely close. It's it's a very very weird event that we're experiencing right now. Wow! Right. So traditionally, um, to add on to Ian's point, traditionally uh, there would be something called uh, they would normally follow something called like Keynesian um, economics. It's a school of thought for economics, yeah. and it's, it's basically just follow. Nice. Oh, it's cool that you follow right. It's it's kind of like uh, if, correct me if I'm wrong. I I do forget a little bit, but it's um kind of hands off approach. Uh, to make it kind of like, like layman's term that there's these contractions that happen all the time. And, and then this is just, you know, like a postmodern era, you know, kind of Keynesian model, but there's also, you know, more modern schools of economics mm. um, that, that I, I kind of follow a bit. Um, it's of interest to me, but it's a more hands-on approach. Correct me if I'm wrong again, Ian. I, I, I do forget some of this stuff. <laughs> it's all good, brother. Well, what does the hands-on approach do? Again, I, you have to correct me. I do forget, like yeah. institutional economics or distributism or whatever. You know, I, I do forget like, what is no. It's, it's what is what. It's it's all good. No worries. Uh, you uh, mentioned the Keynesian economics. That's yes. that's the thing that I believe in. And mm-hmm. the beauty of the field is that you can believe in whatever you want to believe, and everything's right. <laughs> right. Well, I like it's it. a neoclassical approach for sure. I like it. Yeah. Oh, sounds like right right basically the approach is like you said, hands off. The business cycle is going to happen. Contractions are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. But government spends a ton of money when it happens to try and right the ship. Mm, right. I they usually start taxing it back. Oh, one thousand percent. What okay. you man? Uh, what did Duke say he was going to do? <laughs> he was going to um. He's going to permanently cut the payroll tax. I think. You're yeah. Talking about. Yes. Yeah. Which is and then we're gonna, we're going to pay for that. You just pay for that in your taxes. Yeah, we're yeah. going to pay for that in taxes. And at, yeah, so there up. go our tax returns, right? Horrible. And I think if you're like happen. if you make like under a certain amount of money, you're automatically <clears throat> qualified to do it. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Horrible. Just give us the twelve hundred, Donnie. What the fuck are you doing? Here's the thing. I'll purposely say that's wild. 
We got one little stimmy check, and then the uh, thing is, the stimmy check, check is good. <laughs> one little stimmy check. The stimmy is good. I am amazed that like I I read CNBC articles because I get bored at work, and uh, <laughs> so literally every day there is one or two articles about the twelve hundred stimulus check because they're 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 just holding out the bait to us. It baffles we're, me. We're just waiting for it, dude. What? They really gave us one check. Okay, for first though, how many months has it been? Like six, seven, eight? Seven Damn. now. Like, crazy. What? Bro. First off, it should have been like $3,000, right? Like, should have been more money. Second, oh God. when you give people money, and I heard this on the Brilliant Idiots podcast, it was a good take. When you give people money, they immediately inject it back into the economy. Immediately. Yes. We are the only, I feel like, that's right. We're the only country who, who, doesn't realize who pays for joy just to be happy. I don't understand. So that. when we get, especially when someone has their check and they don't put their priorities straight, inject it straight back into the economy. It goes right back into it. Right back it's into very it. Interesting. Food, shopping, uh, online shopping, whatever, music, whatever. It, it goes straight just, back just in. Just paying bills, just getting yeah. basic All that comforts jazz. that they've wanted. Freaking pads, mm-hmm. like tampon, like... Freaking like pro, I, I want like random nerdy things. I want yeah. a better computer. Like yeah. there are things that people just want because they want to make their life a bit easier. Yeah. And right now mm-hmm. we have a society that screws us over if yeah. we don't work when, two jobs. When you're poor, you have expenses. I mean, that's just how it is. That's and just what the it more is. money you have, the more you have to save. And what happens is when you save your money is it sits somewhere and it doesn't well, do anything. Well, the poor spend more money. Yeah. Because they don't know when they're going to get that back. Yeah, the the poor. I feel like you don't have a choice. It's, yeah, and and being to. poor is extremely expensive. Also, when you don't have money saved <laughs> for say that again, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you don't have bar. money saved for major emergencies. Oh, you know, like God. you you have a pain in your chest and you can't afford to go to the doctor, so you don't go. Right. So you put it off for years, and then you go to the doctor and you find out you have a major heart problem. Yeah. You're and die. now you need surgery, and, and it's, it's like, but if you had caught it years before, we could have put you on some blood thinner and fixed it. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah. now it's too late, and like that. That's just one of the things that happens when you're poor. You see, actually, one of the most common ones, I think, is with teeth. Like, Mm. poor people very rarely go to the dentist. I rarely go to the dentist because it's it's expensive. expensive. And heaven forbid, I feel like every time I go to the dentist, they tell me something's wrong and I need to spend all this money to fix it. So you end up just neglecting these things that, I mean, and they probably do need fixing. Like that's that. I don't think they're lying to me, you know, but um, if you don't have the money to do it, it just builds up over time. And then, you know, a small cavity turns into a root canal, turns into a major infection. You know, it's just, it adds up over time. Uh, That's what's rough when you go to a doctor's office, when they tell you, like they genuinely do tell you, like, I'm not going to say all doctors are trying to drip you, but like more often than not, like, yes, there, there probably are this many so-and-so health issues that you do have. But each of them costs hundreds and or thousands to fix. I'm a doctor. I just have, I, I can only inform you that you have these issues. I don't know if you're going to have insurance. I don't know if you're going to have the money to pay for it. Good luck, random person. And mm. when it comes to the average human being, if you don't got insurance, you can't pay for the doctor's office to truly fix you the way you I need mean, to. I mean, lab costs alone are ridiculous. ridiculous. Dude, it's I mean, stupid. it's the, the amount of money they charge for a ba- an IV bag at a hospital is insane. It costs Ooh. like two bucks to make, not mm-hmm. even. Yeah, it's but they charge you like hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, yep. it's, Bro, just it's, up it, it's criminal. Insurance. Yeah. Like. I mean, per, I, I personally feel it's, it's not right. Three uh, nights stay is thousands of dollars. Stop. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Thousands. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. What I'm saying is the STEMI would have helped us a lot. Oh, for sure. 
Yeah, if we got it, poor people would have spent money, and and they would still now. It, I'm telling you, it would go straight right back into the economy. Yeah. So what they're trying to do is stimulate the economy. That's exactly Give what us it, the stimulus. Let it happen. Stimulate yeah. it. Do what you intended to do. Yeah. I, f- I feel yeah. like do the, do they, they really want to st- stimulate the economy though, or do they just want to consolidate more money into their own hands? Yeah. Like that's ultimately that's the goal, but yeah, you it all be depends on who they is. <laughs> you know, and I feel like if we think about what's <laughs> happening right now, and we think about the major powers in our country, like what incentive do they really have to make sure that we're okay? Because we all need our jobs desperately. We're all working paycheck to paycheck. It's not like we're going to quit because we'll literally starve. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they give us a stimulus check, we're going to pay our rent, and we're not going to get kicked out, and we're going to pay our mortgages, and we're not going to get kicked out. And yeah. you know, if I foreclose on my house and that allows some rich investor to come in and scoop up my house turn it into a rental property and then uh, the next person can pay for it and, do and then they're going to put renters in there that'll then funnel their money into an endless pit of their landlord's pocket yep. and never own anything <laughs> for themselves and we just con- continue to consolidate power into um, like wealthy people since I almost feel like we're regressing and going back to like a feudal age where we have like a ruling class and then we have like lords <laughs> I, I'm so yeah. serious like we have like the billionaires which are like the kings and then you have like their minor lords which are like you know or their lords which are dukes you and know, counts and barons and whatnot wealthy uh, landowners in this case landlords um, you mm-hmm. know that control where we live and yep, and the business tycoons and all of them and whatnot. Who yeah. On that note, own. um, I don't know if they if they've lifted that this yet, but you know how um landlords weren't allowed to evict um tenants for not being able to pay because of what we're mm-hmm. going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I work in the court system, and so a lot of people, since this is, these are civil cases, so a lot of landlords wanted to kick out tenants because mm-hmm. they yeah, couldn't yeah. pay. But they told them, can't do that right now, bro. It shut down. Mm-hmm. So, but they'll, they could still file for that. So, I don't know how many backed up cases we have, but when that opens, there's going to be hundreds of thousands of people kicked right. out. Yeah. Because yeah. we have so well, many backlogs of cases that people have have just inputted. Yeah. So, now when they say, hey, you can start kicking people out, mm. they're probably going to kick out a lot of tents <laughs> and a lot of people's going to be homeless. Right. Yeah. Mm. It's sad. Wild. Terrible. The worst. And I also, I think I heard is that they can't kick them out, but that doesn't stop them from continuing to charge them yes, rent. Yes. So now, like, they're living in these locations. They have no form of income, and they're accruing thousands and thousands mm-hmm. and thousands yep. of dollars of debt. Back and rent. there's no way that they're going to be able to Ever pay that pay back. for it, like, ever. Oh. And it's going to go <laughs> to a collection <clears throat> agency. And yeah. On the credit. Note, um, <clears throat> Ian, I'd like, your, I'd like your input. What, uh, what are your thoughts on providing a, you know, stable monthly privilege to people such as you know the $1,200 stimulus checks do you think that that's a economically viable thing that you know the u.s can afford like what what, what are your thoughts on that like, as far as like a universal basic, school of thought? basic income basic yeah. income what's there. my thought on ubi <laughs> on ubi based on your you know keynesian oh like boy i can answer this a couple of different ways <laughs> i think uh my keynesian answer would be mm-hmm. i don't like it sure would cause massive inflation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason we suspect that is because massive inflation hasn't happened yet. Mm. Right. Uh, yeah, really. But can oh. we do it? I believe, yes, we can. And to with relatively little real consequence. And would this, would this now go back to potentially like, you know, like a neoclassical approach, like just repurposing or rebudgeting? 
you know, like the Fed spend? What do you, where would you think that the best place to pull out the money would be from? The military budget. What do you mean pull out the money? <laughs> I mean, no, like you were saying, like the military yeah, budget. They're, I mean, they're, like they're going to ask, where do we get the money from? Tax the rich people. Oh, I know this Barra. is a revolutionary Look, thought in America. Barra. Barra. Okay, that, okay, that's a very Keynesian answer. Okay. <laughs> Interest rates have never been lower and they will continue to drop regardless of how much we borrow right now. Right, yeah, the, the Fed is definitely on point with that for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Isn't this what Andrew Yang suggested? A thousand dollars a month. Andrew Yang was yeah. for yeah. universal basic yeah, income. He was yes. for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we just yeah. let him fizzle out. Good job, y'all guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We, I know they did honestly. Like they, he didn't, uh, he, yeah, he didn't raise enough money. He didn't get enough nah, it was um, sad, which support. It, it it sucks that you more than likely have to raise over ten million dollars to have an effective campaign and think even about be presidents. viable. <laughs> yeah, like either your social media campaign needs to somehow surpass and survive 50 different states or you just got to have or you just got to have the money for it like if you don't have the money for a campaign i'm honestly not yeah. seeing how you're supposed to do stuff up to it like yeah. bernie was probably the closest to you know the the possible feasible idea of just a crowdfunded blah 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 like that's great but dude like he, if you can combine like andrew yang and bernie sanders i think that, that like that candidate you know, the, like the, mm. the charisma of like Andrew Yang and, you know, his very progressive ideas. But then also even Bernie, like he had, um, you know, wisdom and experience behind his ideas that were progressive in the past and mm-hmm. can be further enhanced to be uh, more equal and progressive, you know, even yeah. now, I think. I mean, they just pinned mm-hmm. Bernie as a socialist just to get him out of here. Yeah, which really but- sucked. Right, and then they, they, they turned it into a huge about. propaganda point. That yeah. word yeah. is now, you know, narked, right? It's, exactly. it's a complete no-no to use that word. Like, it's it's clearly Marxism, right? now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm being facetious, but you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's fucking wild. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> Moving forward. All right, Trey. Excellent. Uh, now, on to that. Uh, so, my next question for you was actually going to be, how do small businesses, or how are small businesses supposed to survive Um crisis is like or crises like this um is it through loans is it through grants things like that but then my next question or the next segment was also actually going to be about uh kind of the cycle of minority culture lore existence within the country and i think somehow that those two the question i was about to ask ian and that actually kind of combined um the reason being when it comes to the 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 race relations in America and it's, it's continuous cycle of there's an issue, uh, protest, protest, riot, riot. Yay. We've handled an issue. Crap. There's an issue. Protest, protest, riot, riot. We've handled this issue. Crap. There's an issue. Protest, protest, riot, riot. There's an, and the crises are going to keep coming. It's a cycle the businesses are going to keep having to figure out how they're going to get through issues like that. And I guess the, the, the question that I have for the group now kind of combining the previous one is, is there, are there paths forward or is it actually improbable to truly fix quotation this country? It it is like, does it feel like the, the cycle of, how we're handling our issues does it feel like it is something that can be fixed or does it feel like we've actually like lost our perspective in place as the main people dealing with race issues in the world i think the cycle of how we fix it is going to get exhausting really quickly 
And it's going to be a matter of who's going to stand, stand the test of time. Because if, if we keep having the protest, keep having to go back and forth, keep, we're going to get tired of doing that. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to be a different approach. It might not be the best approach. Okay. So race relations in America ultimately aren't that great. Other people in other places will tell you it's fine because they haven't experienced anything. They haven't seen anything in, in their mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Rural Kansas, they're going to be like, we're cool here. We don't have That's any fair. issue with black people yeah, here. Yeah, I, I've, there are definitely places like that where B, right? because they do live in a bubble, right. they full on do not believe that race issues are actually happening. Right. But if you're in Seattle right now, you see exactly what's happening. Yeah. Well, you see a I lot of... Go ahead. I feel like even this 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 question is asking where how do you fix this? I mean, let's be real. There's there's no, no country yeah. in the world right now that is actually operating in a way that is makes sense as far as race relations go. <laughs> Racism exists in every corner yep, of the globe. Yeah. There is no fixing this problem. This is permeant throughout the entire world. Mm-hmm. Generational it's, it's never been fixed. So it's like when we talk about how are we going to fix this, we also have to recognize that nobody has ever fixed this. Yeah. Um, so it's unprecedented. It's, really. yeah. it's going to be. I mean. I think that when we progress forward as a society, there will always be new challenges that are going to arise. Um, The fact that we're even sitting here having this podcast that is as diverse as it is, is a testament to how far we have come as a society. Um, But of course, there's still a lot more work to be done. And the burnout is very real. Mm -hmm. Um, Like when the George Floyd protests were happening, there was fireworks yeah. every single night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was yeah. because and I I mean I don't want to, you know, point names, but I also I think it was an exhaustion technique. Like mm-hmm. they were literally keeping us up all night long knowing that if we got exhausted, yeah. we can't keep going out there in the 90 degree heat in the middle of summer. I read that, that and was protesting. Yeah. Interesting. Like yeah. so it's it's interesting. The 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 problems that we're facing are monumental and no mm-hmm. one has ever successfully stopped it so it's not like there's even a blueprint for us to follow here how to handle it yeah um we're pretty much on our own and making up the rules as we go and i think that's why we get um caught up in these cycles as we start to make some progress and then we get dragged back by having to constantly meet that middle ground with the other side um so it's like i think the exhaustion is is pretty inevitable and i don't know that I, i i can't confidently say that we will ever really fix it completely. Mm-hmm. I just think that as time goes on, even if we fix one problem, quote unquote, um, new ones will just arise and we'll have to deal with them as they come. And of course, depending on how this election goes, the problems <laughs> may be very different. You know what I mean? Uh, we're, we really are at a at a crossroads in this in this country's uh, path. And I mean, with any, um, especially with the Brianna Taylor case, they're not, what are you eating, Nisha? What? Yeah, I'm definitely blaming the shot. Yeah, shot eating something right now. I'm not eating anything. There's a sound. Oh, yeah, I do hear some weird sound. I've, I heard it at the very beginning. I thought Victor was like chewing on like wasabi or some shit. <laughs> oh, wasabi doesn't make that noise. God, what? Wasabi Sorry. peas? Yes, they do. <laughs> well, you I think oh, now you're switching to wasabi Sorry, peas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, stop oh. gaslighting me. <laughs> oh my god! That noise just now. Oh, that was you. <laughs> yeah. No, you can get away with it. Nishad can't. <laughs> you know, get ahead of him. Damn. It's because he got a cool ass last name. That's why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I was with the Brianna Taylor case, right? 
Bro, stop. We it. asked for one thing. Bro, listen. Right? It's you mm. said arrest the cops mm. that bro, killed Breonna Taylor. Mm. Stupid, bro. Right? They gave us endangerment. T- tell me no, the no, no. Yeah, tell They the gave us man. magazine cover for her. They gave us money for her. They gave us uh, uh, parades. There were parades. Parades. They Wrongful wrote, death settlement. They, they wrote Black Lives Matter. They even, they even passed the fucking policy. Passed policies. Yep. But they didn't even. They didn't the arrest. one fucking thing we asked. No one, fam. No one got the arrested. The one thing. This thing, man. Like, stupid. We asked for one thing. We didn't even get that. Well, but they, they gave us everything they, around was, that. They, they arrested one man and they charged him what, with three with, three charges of an endangerment. Of endangerment for yeah. the people in the other apartments, yes, other apartments. Yeah. not Breonna Taylor, not and only a fifteen thousand dollar bond. Bond. Yep. Yeah. bond. So yeah. that means he's not only going to get bailed out and chill until he actually needs to deal with something. But let's say he does go to prison. The for maximum a while. sentence is five years. He's not getting that. He ain't getting that. He's <laughs> nah. not going to go to jail for five one. years. He's going to go for a couple months. And Good then behavior. He's on, he's on paid And then they're going to wait right for it to yeah. fall out of the headlines and then yep. he'll be released. And he'll yeah. be fine. That's mm-hmm. exactly what's going to happen. Because the police union is probably going to pay his bond oh, for him. Bro, they are. It's so, been paid. They have the check written right now. So just. But, but, but see the tactics, right? Yeah. We asked for one thing. Look at the tactic, tactics that they had to take to go around that. In, everything, everything, <clears throat> everything around the bush. Bro. They everything. Just give you breadcrumbs rather than giving you the actual loaf, Come on. The loaf and bro. expect you to be happy. Yeah. I knew that this this was going to be bad when yesterday they set, they enacted an emergency See, curfew yeah. Yeah. and they started preparing for riots and they declared a state of emergency. I was like, yeah. oh, so they're not going to charge them. Yeah. Nope. Like, So we already nope. knew before really? the announcement was even made and the fact that you had to declare a state of emergency Beforehand. in your city yeah. mm-hmm. set up a riot protection they closed certain buildings yeah, they closed yeah, yeah. because they Boarded knew up. I mean I would yeah. not be surprised I haven't been you know we've been doing this so I haven't been on Twitter or anything starting, but man. Louisville is probably on fire right now <laughs> and it's like why why like why what, what was hard to understand about the demands of everyone who was rioting like did, did they not hear what everyone was asking for did they not uh, well, they did, heard did they choose not to watch any news source in the past few months to actually hear what people have been saying they didn't hear the chance of the protests they, well, well clearly they didn't when the justice department thinks that new york portland and, and fucking seattle are, are anarchist. Um, anarchist jurisdictions, jurisdictions. Right? Like, yeah. oh oh yeah of course like yes. separatist states in, yeah. in the fucking yeah. civil war bro, like jesus they christ really, dude, bro they swear people like they swear we are actually going to go to war with like these police departments, like these police departments, if they ever actually get the, the the ability to actually fight us, they will destroy citizens. They have actual like yeah. APCs. They have actual mm-hmm. police department machine is guns. Fully like, militarized. Actual, fully militarized. They have full suits of armor. Okay, like yeah, they're SWAT. They flaunt that shit too. But, like yeah, the average officer can be more armored than like a SWAT okay. dude. What they're well, doing like, right uh, here. Like, prim- yeah. Prime example is that you remember the day that we went to the Black Lives Matter protest uh, out yeah, by Flagler. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. And they had snipers on the roof. There were snipers on the roof, and like, it's like they had what on the sorry, roof? Sorry, no, no, no. There was not. There sorry. was. It's not that. No, no. They weren't quote unquote snipers. There were men on roofs who were armed, were armed with armed weapons and armored, but they didn't have guns like trained on people. So I mean, they were holding them in their hands. But there's definitely they weren't pointing them at us. Like yeah, but there were, there were on the men on roofs, fully, like, fully armored, armored yeah. with. 
clear like semi-automatic weapons yeah, man, on ready. top of apartment buildings next to where we were marching. Indeed. Yeah, this was. Uh, they had gigantic like yeah. tank-looking vehicles with. They had the one that had a machine gun mounted on top of it, mm-hmm. pointing right at us. I mean, it's like the show of force was very evident. It was like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. almost like it was. They were daring us to do something, and that's like, the problem though. Like when, when, when the U- when the U.S. completely ignores you know the Geneva Act and uses tear gas on its citizens or mm. or police have the right to use fucking pepper spray which is yep. banned by the biological weapons convention or some shit like internationally right mind you like that's clearly they're gonna they're gonna flex clearly they're gonna they're oh, gonna yeah. see who has bigger balls in this oh, situation yeah. like nicole oh, is yeah. pointing out right? I, I'm, I'm just i'm, I'm just, just waiting so yeah I'm, I'm waiting for the day that a protest finally and i'm i'm sure it's not far off i'll say that i think very soon in the future we're going to see that these protests are going to come to a head and we're going to see American troops or American police open fire on, the, on, on the protesters, people. open fire, like not shoot because things got rowdy. No, like, like, no, no, no. Like Tenement Square, mow down some protesters. I, I don't think it's far away at all. I think the fact that Portland even happened the way that it did shows that we are very, very near that kind of level of uh, quote unquote law and order. Yeah. Um, that is used to justify the murder of innocent civilians. I mean, the fact that, again, Breonna Taylor's killers are walking free. Only one is being arrested and he's being charged with endangerment, not even for her, shows you how much um, the police departments, but also our government values the average civilian over the people that they use to enforce their laws. And I mean, really, what are police there to do? They're not really here to protect us. That's been proven in law and courts of law. Yeah multiple mm-hmm. times that police are under no obligation to protect you unless you're in their custody. Yeah. So their job isn't actually to protect us or to serve us. Um, but, really, but, in my mind, the police's job is to protect the capitalist interests. They're there to protect property. They're there to protect people's homes. They're not there to save your life. Um, people that mm-hmm. come to save your life are EMTs and uh, the fire department. Um, yeah, yeah. Police don't do that. Unless it's some sort of violent scenario. But even when you look at like active shooter cases, nine times out of 10, it's over before the police even arrive. It's it's right. it's a farce. <laughs> right. And think, you know, you know exactly like what uh, Nicole was saying. I just came up with this like mental image and it, it just stuck with me because I I'm a big like comic guy. Um, you guys like you guys know about the Watchmen, right? Of yeah. Course. yeah. Of comics, course. Right. Um, yep. If you ever like watch the movie, um, there's like this one scene. I really do believe it's from Watchmen. It's from um, if you guys remember that iconic uh, march against like the war in Vietnam, mm-hmm. and the photograph mm-hmm. was called like Flower Power or something like that, where yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. you know the the college kids against like you know the the military, and then like they put the flower inside the gun or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the Watchmen, like like it's an alternate universe, and the gun goes off, yeah, and that sparks like you know. This, this, you know, sparks like calamity. And <laughs> as soon as Nicole was just saying, like, there's going to be, this going to reach this peak. That's the exact image I see. That's the exact mm, image. Somebody, yeah. you know, trying to do something peaceful, whatever it is. And that's going to be the spark. And I mean, this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For sure. And I feel like that has been the tone of the protests in general is that they start peaceful. They're escalated by police force. And then yeah. that then becomes a justification to use force. I mean, we saw in the Fort Lauderdale protests, the prime example that this happened it was a peaceful protest. A cop mm-hmm. got really heated and he was upset because you know things were being yelled and he took them to heart you know like in my mind if you're a good cop and people are saying like you know fuck the police like you know that that doesn't apply to you so why are you mad it's kind of like the same thing when you're scrolling on facebook and you see white people meme like if you know it doesn't apply to you why are you so butthurt the shoe fits right so (laughs) he got all heated and he walked into the crowd he started yelling at people and a girl was on her knees and he shoved her to the ground 
took the whole his whole palm of the side of her face, shoved her to the side, knocked her down. Obviously, protesters got pissed, so they they didn't even hit him. They threw water bottles. Yeah. And then what what did the police do? They tear gassed the crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like what really happened was the police escalated the situation. But then when the protesters retaliated, they used that as an excuse Excess, for exce- yeah. excessive force. Yeah. Yeah. What was that one video? Um, I, I don't remember like all the details behind it, but there was there was uh, some video or whatever where like um, there was a protest and there was like a resource like like table set up with like water bottles and and like a I bunch of like that, you know man. stuff oh, and they were and the, destroying and the it fucking yeah the the, yeah. the, the swatches came out there and fucking destroyed through it like yeah like what is that nonsense bro like dude these are wild. these are literally like war tactics like you destroy the the method of resource supply and like chain. supply, supply chain. lines yeah yeah you destroy the supply lines of mm-hmm. the the people and the protesters, they can't survive out there. They don't have water. They don't have anything to wash off the tear gas. And so it like they know exactly what they're doing because this is like tactics 101. They, they know exactly what they're doing. And now they're being recorded doing it. And it, it seems almost cliche how they're handling it because you see how obviously wrong what they're doing is. But they just like they know they have the immunity. They know that they yeah. can do it. And then right afterwards, just go home and. Like continue on to the next day. If it says anything about the power that police and police unions have, and I'm not hating on school police when I say this, but uh, saying, like I do not I work hate in a school, cops, you know, like, like, but so for example, in our COVID documents upon going back to school, if I catch COVID, right, I have to prove that I caught it at the school. Otherwise, I can't qualify for any of the time off or anything right. like that for um, mm. what's it called, workman's comp, all of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. as a teacher. There is a clause actually written in our in our contract or uh, written in uh, us going back to school is that the only people that are assumed automatically to have caught COVID at work are school police officers. That is written in. Huh. So teachers who are inside of the classrooms with students all day long inside of the buildings are not presumed to have caught COVID at work. But school police officers and school police resource officers are. Right. That's huh. wild. Okay. What sense does that make yeah. other than the yeah. fact that the police union is clearly extremely powerful? I mean, mm-hmm. CTA was trying to stop these reopenings and obviously failed miserably. We oh, have very man. little power, even though there's so many um, teachers. You know, mm-hmm. we did a lot to try and open schools more safely than they are right now. And I mean, yeah. um, and, uh, hopefully I don't lose my job for saying this, but <laughs> I, I, I think we could have done better. I'm in there every day. I know we could have done better. I don't think that this is the safest scenario that we went with. Um, and it's just, again, it just goes to show <laughs> that even in something as simple as reopening schools, like cop lives are treated as though somehow they're better. They're better. Else, yeah. I'm like, how how can you say that I have to prove without a doubt that I caught it at school, but school police officers are automatically assumed to ca- have caught it at school? Like, yeah. that doesn't make sense to me. So if anything happens to them, they're able to, to claim all the benefits they need from it. Yeah. It's just it's just it's just crazy. Even if you look at like how how other jobs go about firing people and how people lose their certifications and things like that, like. As a cop, like, I mean, you really, like, those people murdered Brianna Taylor, like, yeah. murdered her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're fine. They're going to be fine. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> like, I'm getting tight just talking about this, bro. Yeah, yeah, but yeah switch, I, I get switch subjects. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> different subjects yeah, and yeah, different yeah, theme cycle bullshit. method in America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. It, 
Yeah, no, the, it, it, the nonsense. So the next thing I really want to talk about, um, yeah, race is always a thing in America. So beyond that, the understanding and experience and evolution of uh, sexuality in the country. All right. And, <laughs> and uh, just kind of like some of its awakenings, I guess. And it actually kind of all occurred around the same like couple year period i realized as i was doing a bit of research on this um the stonewall uprising of nine of 1969 where it was basically a fight by uh the lgbtq plus community against like laws against homosexuality mm. however right, right, right. this was also when uh interracial in, in 1967 was inter was interracial marriage actually allowed so this was two years before that 67? 67. Oh, that's actually pretty recent. A year right. after my dad was born. Yes, 1967 was interracial marriage, uh, thanks to Loving versus Virginia, is when that whole that's right, yes. debate was actually handled. Yeah, they made a movie about that's it. Right. Um, now, also within that same time, The Summer of Love, which was like a whole social that. event, 1967. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Woodstock was 1969. Mm. In this two-year period, right. not only did um, interracial marriage become a thing, but also laws against homosexuality were also battled against. And it was also a huge uh, uprising of, well, basically the hippie movement. You know, mm -hmm. people kind of getting back to... Uh, just kind of be a natural, you know, yeah, I should say. Far and, out, man. Yeah, far out, dude. Far you know, out, a lot of those things. So, Flower um, child. Man. <laughs> now, with that being said, same-sex marriage in all states was 2015. Wow. Oh, okay. Interracial <laughs> marriage was 1967. Same-sex marriage was 2015. Okay. Right. So, like, I... So, continuing on. Um, the, the pride parades. Okay. If you ever, um, anyone who ever hears about pride, mm -hmm. it's also celebrating the Stonewall, Stonewall uprising, which was also 1969 for the mm -hmm. record. So it's been going on for a very long time. Now, the reason I brought all this up, um, and directly right after the whole race relation thing is, uh, black lore versus queer and, uh, lore in America. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now the reason I'm saying that I'm not saying versus as they need to be against each other, but I am saying that the identities of each have, each have a very strong background and they are not only in conflict with America, but also in conflict with each other in this country. And the thing is they've gone through cycles of gaining basic humanity and then gaining basic equality. And so, mm. and so um, the, the black, so the black struggle, okay. It had to go through a fight first of humanity, then a fight of equality. And it is still a fight of equality. But thanks to kind of a thanks to, I guess, that fight being pioneered by um, well, yeah, black people and that be just being a thing in America, it's kind of given and created space for other minority groups to then find the strength to want to fight against and fight for humanity and fight for their equality. And a lot of the. Um, a lot of the talking points that you hear actually from a lot of the same speeches or from the speeches that like uh, LGBTQ plus community people and uh, they'll have have a lot of the same talking points as like black leaders. You know, it's a lot of the same points of humanity, a lot of the same points of, hey, we exist. Hey, we are here. Hey, yep. we're in these jobs and we want equal pay and we want this and that. It's a lot of the same talking points. And it's just it's it's the cycle of people being different wanting to be acknowledged for being different and then just wanting to be normal again. 
like it it it, it shouldn't yep. be weird that everyone talking right now is a different color and has a vastly different background. Like that shouldn't be weird. That should be something cool that we can just talk about. But 30 years ago, like mm. <laughs> like just 40 years ago, 50 years ago, like this table would be a different table. This table would not have happened. Mm. Period. Like it, it could not have happened. Okay. And if it did happen, we would literally be in someone's basement. It would be the resistance to like, mm-hmm. you know, struggles going on. Like it broadcasting like, on a radio, you know, we'd be broadcasting mm-hmm. like a ham radio, a box in the center of the room <laughs> that we all just happen to be like talking. Like the time is so different. And it's only been like a couple decades, <laughs> frankly. And the, I, I kind of just wanted to, uh, so sorry on that topic. Okay. It then kind of segues into wokeness. All right. And the whole the revolution will not be televised and that whole uh, doctrine of fighting for equality and fighting for peace and fighting for rights. Pause for a second. Go Ian, you, you were going to say something, Ian? What was I going to say? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, to be clear, the fight is not the same. The Oh, yeah. Sorry. The uh, yeah. fight and the black fight is not the same, but they juxtapose. I agree. For the points that you said. About being humani- about humanity, about wanting equality, about wanting to be mm-hmm. accepted, about wanting these rights that aren't afforded to them. Yes. In I that sense, agree. I agree. But the fight is very, very different. I agree. Um, I think that, uh, so again, going into that and why I wanted to actually bring up that exact distinction, specifically in America, the, the, the lore of blackness, not that it outweighs or it outdoes or it's more important than like homosexuality has been human history for as long as humans have been humans. Different colors have been part of humans for as long as humans have been humans, Mm. you know, but we have to acknowledge that in America specifically (laughs) slavery was an aspect. And so the, (laughs) so uh, the lore is a a lot more uh, pinpoint and precise for American history when it comes to black people. However, that doesn't also stop the fact that yes, (laughs) <laughs> like white and black people throughout history have also like hated gay people. And like it, it like I know in Caribbean countries and in some South African countries and in a bunch of African countries and in some Middle Eastern countries, a lot of Middle Eastern countries, they will kill you for mm-hmm. being homosexual mm-hmm. outwardly. Mm-hmm. Like that's a fact in America. They, there Ch- are some places that will, they will still actively kill you. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, that... Um, I need to look up how many trans people have been murdered this year you know, in America. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. so like there is... Um, there The battles are very different and the lore is very different behind black people in America and then uh, queer people in America. You know? Um, you know it's, you know what I think is, is funny? Go for it. A lot of... Uh, a lot of the uh, religious institutions mm-hmm. will uh, undermine these people or these people undermine people of the LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. and they'll call them a bunch of different names under the sun. Mm-hmm. But then the religion is supposed to be rooted in love. Blows my mind every time. <laughs> all, all are What's your that one church to- that never fails. The pull up with the bullshit. Westboro. The West, Westboro, West, Baptist Westboro. Church. Westboro Baptist oh, Church. Oh, me, me and Ian have a story about Westboro <laughs> Baptist Church. Westboro's. Have you guys seen I them before? The wrong church. Oh, yeah. Ian, Ian do yeah. you remember Westboro? Bruh. I do. I remember the whole they thing. They came to our high school. Jesus really? Christ. Oh, yeah. 
Because oh, that sounds like loads of fun. Why does that sound familiar? Westboro. Westboro bro, Baptist Church. They literally are the Google most, them. You'll see. Bro, they no, they like live for calling people Jeffersons. Like, wait, they went to your high school? Yeah, we yeah. we attend Spanish River, which is in a like a very big like Jewish area. And, I Spanish River, and yeah. that's why that's why they came. If I'm not mistaken, so they were there in 2010, I think. Yeah, I was there. I was a sophomore, and they were protesting Same. outside of our school. Um, oh yes. Oh, how could I forget? Because yeah, yeah. of the Jews. Oh yeah, that's right. And yeah. the gays. Honestly, it was it was and pretty amazing. Um, oh yeah, the, the pagans. pagans. Uh, don't, yeah, don't forget the pagans. Oh, that's important. The pagans. Um, <laughs> some of you guys, I don't know if everyone here knows him or not, but our friend uh, Matt Thrasher, um, Ian knows him as well, was one of the people that was there that day. Um, and we knew in advance that the Westboro Baptist Church was coming, so we had kind of like prepared. Mm. if you will i remember it was intense we all were like trying to get at them and our ap's were like trying to hold us back back. yeah it was intense and then there was this like group of men uh, for i guess young men from our school who had decided that they were going to uh, offend the the church as deeply as they could one such man was our friend matt thrasher who wore like hot shorts like nice. like teeny nice. tiny hot shorts and like a tutu and he and several other men waited and there's like these bushes like across the street from the school and that's where they were like protesting walking back and forth and they all were like oh my they God, left the, no. they left campus went across the street to this like public's plaza then uh-huh. walked through the plaza hid in these bushes and like waited for these people to walk Friggin past them and they, yes they leapt out of the bushes <laughs> dressed and all of them were dressed like this in these like you know booty shorts and i mean and all of them were very very you know men very comfortable in their sexuality and they (laughs) proceeded to grind on these westboro baptist church people (laughs) and it was honestly it was amazing to watch it was it was it was beautiful many points i got i got thank thrashing mm -hmm. for that later bro (laughs) yeah it was it was great do you remember that Ian? Um, yeah i uh, remember hearing about it when i went to band Oh, yeah. <laughs> doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Listen, if you're a part of a religious institution that rooted in love and you hate on any one of the LGBTQ community, Bro, you are a farce. Get them out of here. Because even if you don't agree, it's not your place to judge yeah, them. Man. Or or what's that word where you condemn condemn them? Condemn, yeah. It's not your place to judge, condemn, because you were supposed to be just loving them for who they are. And even the verse in the Bible that supposedly, quote unquote, condemns pedophilia or not pedophilia um, being gay. It talks about, a you know, a man shall not lie with like a boy, a mm-hmm. boy or something another like man. that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they really a man should not lie with another man as he lays with his wife or wife, with, a, right. with a boy as he lays with his wife, something like that. Uh-huh. There's a lot of evidence out there that this line was actually more uh, geared towards pedophilia and not actually towards homosexuality. And that that over time that the trans- yeah, well, and, you know, you know, all the different translations, New King, Jan- King yeah, James, all that out the wazoo, yeah. um, King James that, the second. <laughs> that it um, eventually changed its, its meaning, but man, that the man. original verse, it's now becoming more and more believed was actually about uh, a pedophilia and not about um being gay well that's because the bible draws every single aspect of its being across from all different types of pagan cultures to Mm -hmm. you know unite all of europe and half of asia under one you know orientation and then that connects back and i have heard the same thing that nicola said i do believe that that connects back to um ancient roman uh Mm. and then before that ancient greek um policy like law 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I do think that I've heard that uh, translation. translations um, are yeah. vast. I, I, super, super vast. I, that will forever be my main gripe with people who are like who specifically live their life specifically only off the book and like they, like word for word it is law i'm like dude it's impossible I, to do it's that's not possible man like there's been too many translations yeah it's been too much history there's been too many hands in trying to get this information to you and it's right. too much information to hope that it is you know translated it is? perfectly right to you you guys ever remember in elementary school Plan telephone, mm-hmm. dude. Th- th- Remember that game? Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Nice basic example, and <laughs> we're going over two thousand years, yeah. hoping that this right. is like the one of the strongest games of telephone, <laughs> for, for longest a running huge book. Okay, yeah. we're praying that it's See, the best running game. The of issue with trying to follow the Bible word for word is that the Bible doesn't change with the it world. Doesn't change. So you have to interpret it differently yeah, just, and be like you have to interpret it differently how the world changes and that's right un- and that's and unfair yeah to what exactly. the Bible is trying to do exactly literally like I I I may not have to follow it immensely but it, it's literally unfair to what the Bible is trying to do to mm-hmm. force it to have to explain why we understand quarks and also Korea is doing blah, blah, blah. And the GDP in another country. And like, there are factors that it simply could not have, it could not have known we're going to exist. See, you know, and like people, God God is all knowing, (laughs) all seeing. That's right. That's right. Not slander God here. Stop it. And all seeing. (laughs) (laughs) He saw this coming. He, he saw we billionaires and trillionaires. Of, of course, of he, course. We, let, let me tell you. I wonder you. if they thank God for their money. Look. Oh yeah. What, they, what was the what was the beautiful thing that the Bible quoted that you know that literally everyone ignores? Is it um, it's easier for a man to a poor man to pass through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I quoted Correct. that directly. Yeah. Right. Like that's uh, like. That's that's one of the most fucking prominent like proverbs, yeah. right? And 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 whatever passage, right? Bible. And I'm just like, mm, yeah, let's all be you know Presbyterian and, and Protestant, and let's you know all be billionaires and trillionaires and yep. fucking yeah. run the world under the orientation of you know this this God. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It is uh, it's quite interesting to me. It's like when Trump walked across to get that photo off oh, in front of that gosh. church, dude. It's like the seeing Bible the devil with the Bible. Bro, stop. That was it was straight up disgusting. That was a nasty. That look. was disgusting. My mom see. thinks that Trump's the Antichrist. Yeah, she's not far yeah. off. Yeah, shoot, right. No, but like, you guys remember that everyone thought fucking Obama was. Remember all that shit? That's oh, yeah. They were burning this man in effigy, dude. They literally would yeah. like have dolls of this man lynched and like on fire and were calling this man the Antichrist. And those same people are now going, How could you call Trump these bad names? I don't understand how you could just not trust They're him. Calling him like, family, dude, anyway, they're calling him a family man. Stop it. Now we're. Moving De- on to the next devolving. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we are devolving. Uh, because next. we're running out of time, I don't want it to last too long. But um, moving on to the final, final point I really want to talk about and uh, kind of last questions I want to just kind of actually get the opinion of everyone on um, is wokeness. And uh, how has the concept of wokeness kind of changed in the previous generations and decades? You know, how has the idea of rebelling or whatever been different between like boomers, Gen X, millennial, Gen Z? And then also with that, how has uh, like what what does wokeness mean to you? I guess first of all is the better part to start. What does wokeness being mean? What does it mean to be woke to you? Um, it means to be. I guess ma- yeah, you in this day and age. I guess I should say. Woke, what does it mean to be woke? Means to be mad all the time, because when you <laughs> woke, you see the you see behind the uh, what's that. 
the curtain, same I guess. Not the even veil. The the veil. You, you undercover the veil. The yeah, you see behind the facade all yeah. the time, no matter what it is. You see behind the advertising. Yeah. You see behind the product. You see behind, you know, the business. Yeah. You see behind everything. And so because you see the uh, the treacherous agenda behind these things, you just mad all the time because, like, there's there's really no, man, it's hard to say, there's no good going on. But it's it's really hard to, to know what, because think about this, right? Uh-huh. You donate to, I don't know, some cancer research fund. The healthy. Where is it going people. for real? Yeah. Right, you. It's hard. It sucks that we have to be skeptical about that because there have been companies and people that have made us distrustful about yeah, these things. Been so many hands in the pot, right. that Money that you're hoping that goes you're hoping it goes to actual research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, I think we have the cure cancer already, and pharmaceutical companies keep it from coming up. But that's just me. Never mind. I feel but, solid. But just like something like that, right? Yeah. Donating money to to this, donating money to that. Like you're not even sure. Yeah. You, you don't even want to do it. It may be going exactly to where it's going to donate. Yeah. Yeah. But because it's, the business, businesses can't be trusted because at the yeah. end of the day, it's all for, for profit. Right? Even nonprofit organizations make profit. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty so much. they just give, they, nonprofit just means you can't have a profit at yeah. the end of the year. So yeah, that doesn't exactly. mean that the people in charge of it are making Mar- millions oh, of yeah. dollars. It just means you have to do There's something with the money yeah. Yeah. on the books. Yes. On the books, something has to happen with the money. Right. There cannot be no retained earnings. Exactly. So there are no dividends. Yeah. Um, so being woke <laughs> is just to be mad all the time because you see behind every facade. What about. You, Nicole, what do you believe about wokeness? What does being uh, woke mean to you? I kind of honestly, like, I don't even like the word woke. I feel like it's been like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just feel like degraded. Yeah. Do, like, do I just like am so woke or is it that not even too woke? I just think it's performative at this point. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I just, I, I hate when people call themselves woke. I, I, a lot of, it's just very performative. I think that a lot of people are not actually woke. They just say what they think people want to hear mm-hmm. and they yep. don't do any of the work that actually, goes into being enlightened i like that word better i guess <laughs> yeah, yeah. um it's just I, I think it's become like a trend like it is trendy to be woke yeah. and it is uh, and in the same strain it is trendy on the other end to hate people that hate are woke mm-hmm. you know yeah. what i mean and hate wo- hate wokeness yeah. i mean we even see like you know yeah. the emergence of a cancel culture and stuff like that you know we're all just we're all just so woke that we have it, to cancel yeah. people like your whole existence just sucks and you're canceled now because <laughs> we don't it's all different forms of platitudes right, right. like you mm-hmm. know nobody grows and changes as a person right oh, we no, just, never, we just cancel people all together but um i just i think it's 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 a complicated uh subject um I, i'm glad that more people are awakening i guess and becoming educated and making the effort to educate themselves but i think that's really when i think of someone who is truly woke um and this kind of goes back to a conversation that trey and i were having the other day um this is someone who actively works to undo what they have been taught by society oh. by their parents by people like that and yeah, actively works yeah, to um unlearn those things and work towards being a better and more fair individual now what a concept unlearning something yeah man. yeah, yeah man. what a concept yeah man and i think there's a lot of people that love the i guess I'm trying to think of the word 
the reputation that comes from being perceived as woke. I mean, like it's literally sure. like I'm I'm sick of the seeing clout. like like the that's the exact word I was looking for. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. And I couldn't think of it. I, I I like I keep seeing like these company ads, for example, bro, that oh, all ads. of a sudden the are the so woke and so inclusive I and so not. body positive <laughs> and so race positive and blah 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 blah. And like I'm glad. That we are seeing these people for the first time and that people that don't look, you know, like supermodels and are only, you know, only light skinned people like that. We're starting to see like a broader range of people out there. I think mm-hmm. that that's great. But Jake from State Farm's black now. Right. I saw that. But that like, was intriguing. Wh- yeah. What I hate at the same time is that like being woke is like everything in America is being monetized. Oh, it's, man. And politicized. It, yeah. And politicized. It's just about making money. I, I truly do not believe that these companies have any care about our actual well-being as people. They are recognizing that the tide is shifting and that they need to change their branding message yeah. in order to adjust with the new times. Mm-hmm. They're looking at where the money's going. Yes, and they <laughs> are not actually right. woke in any way. They are simply rebranding <laughs> themselves so that they continue to make money. And we are seeing that those who are not will eventually probably go out of business. So, And I guess in one way it is kind of good because we are forcing... These companies to like become more accountable and become more quote unquote woke. But at the same time, it's like I would rather have uh, I would rather have an enemy that's outright than a fake ally. Mm, Be who you are for real. And and I think, you know, we see so many times that like these companies will run these, you know, brand images or whatever, but their CEOs are still like viciously racist and like like walk the walk and talk the talk or don't even bother at all facts you know you remember how um at the height of the black lives matter movement a lot of companies were coming out we're gonna have this fund dedicated to uh uh uh, blm we're gonna have this fund another company we have we've pledged a million dollars to reform we've pledged I ain't gonna do shit. Dude, they, they're on, complete philistines to the idea. Like it's it's just banality, right? It's unoriginal it, as dude. fuck. Yeah. All of it. Like, like it's all of them who are just like we're throwing PR money. Stunt. Yeah, they're they're all just throwing money at the situation instead of honestly coming up with an idea or a path forward because they they, they would rather go for the shorthand clout of yeah, we had money and used it. I I swear, trust us. Instead of yes, we're actually constructing a new school. Every five years, um, in a low income house in a low income neighborhood, that's what we're actually going to put money to doing. What if they unlearn? That'd Trey? be dope. What if they unlearn? <laughs> what if they change? Right, because their because they have these you know ideologies of you know what the bourgeois like fucking believe that they need, but it's yeah, it's definitely yeah. Yeah, yeah it's definitely not there. <laughs> that's yeah. definitely not it. What if you that's change your business practices completely? I am still waiting for plastic four companies to full on just say you know what. Effort, we're gonna go with those uh like compressed bread utensils that yeah, are literally millet edible. Ones. The millet, yeah, the ones that are like edible and you biodegradable. Effort, we're done using plastic. We're actually just gonna invest all of our money into buying these new machines and getting these resources done, and we're gonna actually start the process of plastic utensils. Imagine or- if like <laughs> I don't know. Chipotle started that. You know, you know imagine oh. if freaking, I don't even know, Chick-fil-A decided all their boxes are made out of that. But no then more again, paper. bro, at, more. What, at what point are we going to stop fucking up the earth just for money? Oh, something sorry. we created. Ian, you were saying something, brother? I was just saying that, that that would be huge. Yeah, I agree, dude. Like that, just a little thing like that. Just 
Look, when we did when we did um when we took out plastic straws, like I know people were like talking smack about like oh paper my straws. god, paper straws they fall apart. Well, oh, we're just doing plastic <laughs> straws. I'm like, yes, as trivial as y'all feel like that is. Imagine if we did that with all plastic, plastic wear right. for our yeah. eating utensils. Yeah. Trey, I, have a, I have a solution to your utensil dilemma. Go ahead. A solution that it that will top all solutions. The most environmentally. Is it something that you've no, been no, giving no, to you? Let him finish. Let him finish. He's going to talk. You say use your hands. It's, it's something wholesomely that my culture does. Okay. Eat with, Eat with their hands. Yep. Wow. <laughs> you mean something that was You mean something that was given to you at birth? By <laughs> <laughs> well, the all-knowing God. On that note, actually, Nishad, you just reminded me to... I had a sociology teacher in um, crazy, bro. And, and, uh, <laughs> in Palm Beach State, right? He yeah. is. Um, I'm not sure if he's Indian or if he's uh, Bengali, but he is from the yeah. region of India. And sure, sure. he, um, I saw him at Walmart the other day. So what he does is he wears all white, all white to stay I neutral. Love this man. I forgot his name. I love this man. He wears all white to stay neutral, and when he talks about death and dying, he wears all black with a brown belt, specifically. So I saw him at Walmart the other day. He was in all white. He dude, has not faltered. Dude, I love that, that man. man is he's a, amazing. He's, he's amazing. Clean. He has day, not bro. faltered. He's wearing white jeans with a white shirt. Maximum cleanliness. White shoes. Respect. He stays <laughs> neutral. So what he told us, I remember specifically. I don't know why though, but what he told us was he, he in, follows Taoism in his country, probably. Yeah. In his country, yeah. they don't eat with their hands or they don't put metal pieces pieces of metal in their mouth in their that's mouth. exactly how i said it mm-hmm. he's like we don't put pieces of metal in our mouths we wash our hands thoroughly and we eat with our hands yep. and you, you could get like a lettuce leaf or something eat with the lettuce leaf mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah right and so hmm. i remember that specifically the just, just said that that's not a foreign concept it's not we it just don't accept right, it here right. in america because yeah. yeah. no, it's, it's unclean lo- we think it's yeah. beneath us yeah. unclean no we think it's beneath us we could just wash our hands yeah, yeah not just unclean literally beneath us yeah, that yeah. is actually we think it's beneath yeah. us we think eating with nice our utensils hands, yeah. uh with nice china is the better thing for how long and how many jokes in random 80s 90s movies were there about chopsticks when in reality bro like it is insanely cost effective <laughs> yeah, to actually, actually, actually have, have chopsticks, chopsticks like yeah bro if you have like a solid pair of chopsticks like dude bro, i have like several pairs that's what I'm saying, bro. i'll take them anyway Port- like, portable too portable chopsticks they are great like you can get a kit with metal chopsticks usable. a metal spoon yep dude I'm like your own silverware you can bring anywhere yep 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 i'm telling that you that lasts longer than plastic oh yeah, yeah i agree that there are alternatives and uh just use your hands dude and it's i i this is something i feel very strongly about as well is that i don't believe that there's any such thing as like responsible consumption under capitalism i feel like (laughs) somewhere somewhere down the line like no no matter how hard you try any pretty much anything that you use is going to be bad for the environment or involve slave labor or you know be coming you know imported from another country you know you're not buying american like there's so many things it's almost impossible for um the consumer to keep track of all of these different like human rights violations and you know economic or not economic environmental catastrophies Mm -hmm. that these companies are uh you know committing and really, it's the responsibility of these companies to change their business practices and not necessarily on us to try and 
I mean, we have so many things already to worry about. Like, think about all of the conversations that we've had in this podcast Um, of things that are presently on our mind. mm -hmm. And we didn't even get to. (laughs) Right. Just check. Look, next time you go to the store, listeners, just check your shopping list. If you have 10 items on the shopping list, just check where each of those items are made. Then check all the resources. Like, consider that you are not looking for every single resource and every single meal that you're cooking. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't. It is it's unreasonable and unrealistic to actually have to research every item every time you buy it to make sure that every single time that's crazy. And like you were saying, it's supposed to be regulated companies that we trust with giving us food. But it's, it's the same company. Well, well, trust goes a certain yeah. length, right? It's, it, has, it has to be. It has to be checked. It has to be checked by, hoping, by government. Hoping, it has to be checked by government, checked right? Regulated. These these policies are put in place, right? There's actual like laws that are put in place if they break these laws lying to the public about certain right things that's fda right we're we're praying that the fda is going properly but then we also have to be reasonable about who this administration or sorry who a administration would put in charge of the fda or epa or and all the acronyms cia like like we have to be also realistic about who is in charge of these companies because i agree with you the fda is there it should be keeping track of all these foods all the random things that we are imbibing and well, yet, this, this administration, <laughs> they just like to put everyone in the opposite fucking, you know, exactly. the opposite experience. For the FDA, they'll put a, yeah. you know, an anti-vaxxer for the Department of Energy. They'll put the fucking ex-CEO of Chevron. Like, come yeah. on, you know, they put Betsy DeVos as the, you know, private Jeez. school slash Dude, public school that's fucking. Horrible. Yeah. I'm, horrible I'm so mad, bro. She makes me like, so uh, mad. I'm, I'm so mad. At admin. So much is happening oh. with that. Like, imagine if we had an education or educator who was like, hey, I get you, president, that you're trying to do blah, blah, blah. I want all schools in the country to not do that. Uh, imagine, imagine if they could stand up. To imagine that. if educators mm-hmm. were the ones making the decisions about the way that education, education? runs. <laughs> Nicole, how what? could you say that? Right? I know revolutionary, but I don't know if most of our listeners are aware, but almost that. everybody that makes policy decisions about the way your schools run are has not, never been in a classroom. Yeah. This is why we have standardized testing. <laughs> I mean, even, yeah. sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, yeah, but good. what's even more funny is uh, who her fucking husband is, right? Dude. The founder of Amway, like you know, one of the original fucking pyramid scheme Dude. companies, yeah. you know, Blew investigated by FTC. Like, Jesus Blew my mind Christ. when I found that out. I was just like, how, <laughs> how did this get by anyone? Like, yeah. Dude, what is she? The ultimate pyramid scheme. <laughs> she is corruption incarnate. Like, yeah. she, like they're like anime level villain level of like business evilness, and they're handling education. Every Straight time, every yeah. time they talk to her, and she's talking about education, she's just like, well, I. Uh, you know, I, I I want the best for them. And She's they're clueless. like, what are you saying? <laughs> like, what do you mean? She's utterly clueless. They'll go on a whole speech about everything going on with education. She's just like, well, I just want the best for them. And, and they should have the opportunity and options to do what they want to do. Yes. All the private schools that she makes money from, that her family makes money from, that the Trumps make money. Those are the schools yeah. she's talking about. She wants them to the have Dukes. their opportunity. Sorry, yeah. right? <laughs> them to have their opportunity to do that. Yeah. You can get educated oh, in whatever. You can pursue any occupancy as, as long as you can pay, you know, 80 grand a year mm-hmm. for over outrageous tuition. <laughs> on on kind of the, the topic of, you know, trying to be a responsible consumer under capitalism. I know I know Ian is a pretty, uh, or at least in the past, was a 
decently strong defender of capitalism. What do you, what say you, Ian? <laughs> yeah, this goes. I want to. I want to. I just want to get a different, pers- a slightly. I just know that I know that he doesn't feel necessarily the same way that I feel, and I want to. I guess open the broader conversation to. Um, People who are for capitalism. Not, I mean, I, again, I, I'm not sure exactly what Ian's, poli- you know, not political views, but views on capitalism are at this very moment. That's why I'm just asking. Sure, sure. My views on capitalism are the same as Winston Churchill's views on capitalism. Mm. And that is that it's the worst system except <laughs> for everything else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, I mean, interesting. What, what was the question that you asked? I I I had an answer to that that I think will go a long way in kind of explaining myself. Uh, what you like? What your views on capitalism are? Is that that's the question? Uh, no, the uh, for a question from like a half hour ago that that Trey. Asked. Oh Jesus oh, God. Christ! Oh God! I, uh, oh Jesus! Oh dude, it was about um, what does wokeness mean to you? That that's what the actual question okay. that started, that's what started all, this. all this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have an answer that is kind of out of left field from the rest of you guys. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Um, I don't really take too much part in the intricacies <laughs> of what is wokeness. I I like to think I'm pretty socially liberal, so I'm kind of on board with most of it. So, okay. uh, but I have kind of a warped uh, sort of view of capitalism. I I uh, conflate it with I don't know if any of you have ever heard of a guy named Francis Fukuyama. He read he wrote a book called The End of History. Mm-mm, or basically his premise is that you know. humanity <laughs> has undergone a kind of sociocultural evolution since yep. the time we became sentient up until the end of the cold war, where basically liberal democracy and free markets won. Right. And we don't really grow anymore from there. So we're kind of just growing inward and, and trying to perfect ourselves. Okay. And to me, that's what wokeness is. It's kind of the next piece in the puzzle. So I support it. I'm here for it, but I don't really do the details very much. I feel mm. you. That's fair, man. That makes sense, though, honestly. Yeah, I feel that. I feel actually, I think the way that you explained it is, is very similar to, I guess, how I feel is that like, and I, this is a conversation I was having with um, some people the other night. We were talking about like how humanity has evolved and how consciousness has evolved over time. And I feel like what we're going through right now is just the next step in our conscious evolution. And our next step in the way of like sentience. And we're just, as time progresses, we are slowly evolving more and more in in order to be able to perceive reality in the world that we live in better. And that this wokeness, as you call it, is part (laughs) of us realizing and better understanding our reality and the world that we live in. And it's a necessary growing pain um, in order to reach the next level of ascension because, and I mean, I'll say this, like we we can't we're never going to continue to evolve as a success as a society if we're having like some like hillbilly basic issues people like, and and you're a different and, color yeah. right no, like totally. it's like how are we gonna we're how are we gonna move forward we're we're talking about you know especially when you have fields like you know quantum physics and things like that that are evolving so rapidly like and we're gonna be tied down by these menial people so menial about basic issues crap, yeah. and it's it's this is something we have to get past in order to really uh, ascend to our next level of. Our society, whatever that may be or look like. Agreed. I I just think people put too much Mm -hmm. passion in in things that don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Uh, different, I, you're a different color. Okay, cool. Do you contribute to society? Yes. Yeah. Cool. You're you're invited. Come on yeah. in, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't There's know. There's also it, a big economic reason for it too. Mm-hmm. Also, we can elaborate. Like, you know, um, we're kind of at our limit now where we're being held back by old school regulation and old school, like age of Congress and lack of any effective oversight that we're at the, what you guys would call crony capitalism or what somebody else would call asset price inflation phase. Yes. Where the rich are getting richer because all the new wealth being created is just going there. Mm-hmm. And there hasn't been a reset in a while, like world war two was and like the eighties were right. and like the industrial revolution was before it all. And we kind of need one. Mm-hmm. I agree. 10, yeah. And that could Definitely. be the great productivity switch, just making everybody cool with everybody. And then we advance up. Now that you mentioned that, Ian, do you think that we may be seeing that within the next, you know, five to 10 years, potentially? I don't know about five to 10 years. I'm optimistic. I always am. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, five yeah. to 10 years, anything could happen. You know, we could have a second Trump term and then who knows where we'd be. A yeah. third I, Trump I, I term? Stop it. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Somebody kill me. No. I, no, I just, you, you, hit the, you hit the nail on the head because I actually did have this conversation the other day with um, an, an old college buddy of mine. And we were talking about the same exact thing. Um, you know, where, and, and you mentioned Fukuyama. And actually, I, I did it. I had to Google him just real quick. And the same buddy brought him up and I just, I, it went right over my head. So I appreciate that you brought, you know, Fukuyama into this because um, his, his ideology is actually really interesting. Yeah, my buddy it, told me a lot about him. Yeah, his, his book was, was really cool, I think. Yeah. It has kind of been shown to be wrong just based off of like post 9-11 stuff that has happened. But right, of course. I think it's really, really interesting and it matches up really well. Nice. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's up, Trey? On that point, um, it is getting to about that time. And uh, yeah, I'm going to let uh, Kress uh, Dekula handle up the uh, the wrap-up portion of it. I, I, I have sufficiently satisfied my inquiries for today. <laughs> So we're getting out of here. <laughs> wow. Oh, it just got Monday. sultry. You guys can hear this, but I'm playing like a sultry outro song. <laughs> it was very sultry. I got like, it was quite yeah. nice. My chief Manessa. <laughs> Great conversation, guys. Ian, yeah. you're invited to our barbecue. <laughs> right. Thank you. I'm like, would you, you cool? Um, I forgot. You said earlier that we're going to learn something. Definitely learn something. Mm-hmm. Learned a lot. I actually might read that book you mentioned about my man's Fukuyama that Victor didn't know. Good stuff. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry we've been calling you on this whole podcast. Wow, sorry, bro, sorry. But, no, you know, he's my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but nah, this was a good one, bro. Uh, we actually didn't get through all the, t- the uh, yeah, topics, but I knew that was gonna happen once we started because we just kept going on tangents. <laughs> yes. But that's what that's what's great about this. We we talked about everything. We didn't even talk about nothing. Nah, not really. We didn't really we're, say anything. We there, y'all. But Making if you come here for facts, wrong. If you come here for inspiration, right. So we talked about some things that people don't talk about, which is the idea of this podcast the idea has always been to talk about things that we don't we just take for granted we just don't even consider because in the grand scheme of things just go meld well with our lives yeah. so we don't even think about it so we like to delve into these things like mm-hmm. economics wokeness and everything else black lives matter everything else that doesn't um that doesn't stand out to us as much mm-hmm. so i'm glad that we got to go over a lot of different topics yeah, today. for sure 
Um, thank you guys for listening, listeners. If you uh, if you want, you could subscribe. I mean, it's like a thing. That'd be cool. It's up to you. I wouldn't mind um, personally. I'd like it. I'll start an OnlyFans if you subscribe. I'm just kidding. Yo, also, <laughs> <everyone's> <laughs> you know what you need to do on Instagram. Everyone, follow her. The internet everywhere. is forever, Nicole. They'll be saying things. <laughs> follow her. Already, y'all. She will start the OnlyFans if you subscribe. Listen, y'all, me and really wants a PS5. Listen, listen. It's gonna be pictures of I'm me holding bro. my cat. That's what it's gonna be. Easy, we'll make bank. All right, I'll set up the background now. I'm trying to get this PS5. All the backward compatibility. Need, all right, the hard. We drives. need a solid 1,500 subscribers for her to start her OnlyFans. Team, y'all, guys. All right. You know what we must do to get 1,500 for the betterment of society. A y'all solid 1,500, and we will send you the link. Excellent. First month free. <laughs> Hashtag the real WAP. Bro, <laughs> <you're getting tired. laughs> oh no, bro, we making bank, bro. Yo, we making bank. Oh, right, we we getting out of here. WAP, bro, stop it. Sorry, we, a lot of my WAP. We out, we out here, yo. We out here. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. Thank you, Deshaun. Thank you, Ian. I love y'all. We getting out of here. Please subscribe on um, all your DSPs. Um, we would love for you. To... Remember, um, after episode thirty, we take two week yeah. break, and then we go to on to next season. Um, I promise you, YouTube will be next right. season. I worked out the kinks. Right. All right, YouTube will be next we season. Got this, we'll come in with a new logo. Yes. All right. I got you. I'm we, excited about it. We're coming with a new logo. We're coming with video. We're coming with all this cool shit. All right. We're blowing up. We might stream on t- Twitch like my man's Green Money suggested. Indeed. A lot coming. All right. Nishad, Ian, thank you for coming. Of course. Nikki Lee, thank you for coming. Yeah. Fellas, good episode. It's been a lot about nothing. Thank you for listening. You're.